Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, gang, listen, you might experience, no, I'm not going to say might, you're definitely going to experience the first part of the conversation with not great quality. Reason being is because I'm a donut. When we was here recording or talking, I forgot to press record, which meant that the mics wasn't on, yeah? I've decided though, because the cameras was on, I'm gonna take that, that first part of the convo that is missed um, through the mics. I'm still gonna use it because it was interesting and we're just gonna boost the audio and then you'll hear me talking or us talking the way that we was talking, yeah? I do apologize about that, but sometimes I'm just a donut in it and it just happens that way. Enjoy the conversation. Enjoy, yeah? Yeah, man. Like, I actually listened when you just pointed, like, I don't know what that was. You know what? I go, I guess I go in and out of, um, um, you know, like, the the passion, know what I want in, what know what I want. Yeah. And then, like, so when I do that, I get into that mode and then I snap out of it hella quick. Well, like I, I do that. I do notice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I go like serious to yeah. jokey yeah, yeah, in yeah. like a, literally a Kanye second. Style. Yeah, Kanye style. But also as well, sometimes I realise that like I could say something and it comes across like really harsh or whatever, and then I'm like, oh no, let me just soften the tone a bit. You get I what I'm say saying? so much stuff that if someone else said it with no tone, like with no person, I don't have to grab it. Like if they just said it, it would be mad. Like sometimes when I hear the stuff I say out loud. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, vah, like, and no one, no one duppied me. <laughs> like, oh, was you serious? Yeah, not, just, not like on a, not on a mean way, just like, I just say what I'm thinking. Okay. And then, and obviously, you know, I'm like, I'm quite creative with how I express stuff, yeah? Right. But if I, I don't know, sometimes when my friends say back, or they say I said something ages ago, I'm like, I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And no one, no one <laughs> no one picked up on it. Not like, like, yeah, yeah. it just was, yeah. But I don't. I, I never mean. I don't think I mean things meanly. Anyway, well, it's no. It's not now you, yeah, you stuff. don't have like a mad sort of like nah. mean orary kind of. Nah. Do you get what I'm saying? Nah. But do you know what I do like though? What? I love the fact that you speak up. Yeah. Yeah. Like and in the moment. Yeah, but I, you know what? It's not something I thought was a thing. I thought everyone just no. would say stuff. What? Mm-hmm. Do you know how much people don't speak up? You have to speak up, man. It, I think the like the percentage of people that don't speak up is so much higher than the people that do speak up. 
in the moment. And I guess all, like it does come down to context or whatever. But like even just generally speaking, mm. a lot of people don't speak up. It's hard to speak up, so maybe I don't know. Yeah. Do you know it's it's going away yet? Yeah. The amount of arguments I've had in the shower by myself where I, <laughs> I wish I'd said something. You can't. Oh my god. After a certain length of your life, yeah, you're just like, no, I might as well just try and say it in a moment. If it doesn't land, yeah. it doesn't land. Right. But, I can't, yeah, no, I, I need to say something. Hey, that is a funny one, to be fair. Because <laughs> that happens to me, that, like, that had only really happened to me within relationships in the beginning. Really? Yeah, where I felt like shit, like I, I never said much. nothing. <laughs> nah, like I never said nothing. Or like I never, or I didn't pick up on something. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Or maybe I wasn't engaged in the conversation in the way that I should have. And then I'm in the shower or I'm in my yard and I'm like, what? Like, how did I, how comes I didn't say, and you know what? Now, bad habit, I'm bringing up this argument again. Yeah. I'm trying oh. to find a way, I'm trying to find a way we need to, heal. to now, yes, definitely. We, no, we need to heal. Definitely. I'm not going to lie, that's no. the petty in me. Yeah, no, no I, do you know what I talked about you? Because you know what? You're quite a, like, there's, it's hard to say something bad about Chucky. My, in my experience, yeah, right. like I can't, and then I was like, you self, you self confessed a few times, yeah, that you're petty. Oh my god! And I can see how it could happen. <laughs> Massively petty. Yeah, I got, I, I clocked a few bad things about myself um, over the last couple of months as well. Go. I, really? We're going yeah, to do let's this? do it. I, um, wait, okay, what was the thing that my sister said? Oh, it's not coming to me. It's gonna come 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 to me. I think. Well, yeah. your sister said something too. Yeah, my you. sister said something, and I and I totally agreed. But I can't remember what it was because it was one of them conversations we were vibing, and she just said it like, and I was like, and it, I was like, I can see that. Did I you? Think. So when she told you that at the time yeah. as well, did you know? Like, did you pick up on it yourself? Did you like oh, straight away it. be like, oh, you know what? Or did you get into your defensive mode? Like, no, maybe I'm. No, go, go for it. Don't do I'm that. Sure. Don't do that. Let's do it. Do you know what? I'm a shit liar. I, <laughs> I, I, I said I forgot. Yeah, and then you go That's a bad one. Yeah, that's a bad one. <laughs> all right, so apparently, all right, so let me just give you a backstory, yeah? Go on. So, growing up, yeah, I was very tomboyish, right? Wow. Like, and Like, being a Nigerian girl, firstborn, yeah, I feel like my mom expected someone who was a little bit more, like, gentle, gentle princessy, right, 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 right. Wow. So I never associated myself as a bit of a princess. Mm. Like, I never associated that I was, I never think that comes with that. So anyway, I heard it from a few people here and there, but I just thought, ah, you're just saying stuff, innit? But then my sister was like, no, you're absolutely a princess. Like, you like things a particular way. But because I don't see myself as ultra girly, right. I just never thought of it. And I know she meant it in a negative way, yeah, but I felt like it was a compliment. Oh, you took it as a compliment? I, no, I know she meant it in a negative way. She was oh. basically saying, yeah, like, you're a princess. You need to, like, chill. But I just thought, I'm a princess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, I'm a princess. Because I used to always look at the girls that I grew up with, yeah, that yeah. were, like, super ultra feminine as, like, I don't know how to do that. Like, right. like, how do you guys do that? I thought it was really beautiful to see, but I just was, I just felt way more comfortable being a little bit rough. Now I've grown up, I think my femininity is flowing through me. Naturally. Naturally. But I don't think I'm like, some of my girls around me, they are like pink and fluffy and I love them. Mm. Like it's really mad. I, I attract a lot of very feminine girls, like in terms of friendships, but I just always thought, and my mum would make comments as well. Like, I don't know, I feel like Bear Nigeria, I feel like Bear girls go through this. Yeah. But my mum at one point was like, because I used to wear baggy jeans all the time, are you a lesbian? Okay. Like, or, yeah. or, or like, I don't know, it was just, there was this tomboy thing, and like, and my mum was just always really like, and I just was like, nah, I'm pretty sure cock is the, 
is the you are I'm pretty sure that guys are my thing innit oh okay oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just dress, you dress a certain way but that doesn't yeah. mean that like that's the thing innit I think I mean look I understand though yeah from a, a generational aspect that like parents or our parents yeah. may may not necessarily understand that but now we understand that like dressing a certain way doesn't mean that you don't like sausage or dressing a certain way doesn't mean that you like sausage no but it wasn't just that it was just even the way like i, I didn't gravitate towards like just anything that she felt was super hair. Funny growing up yeah like hair, do, do makeup. makeup so i had crazy acne when i was younger so <coughs> makeup was not the next step for me the first step was can we sort this out please like right. so i didn't gravitate the makeup was something i explored at uni not something i did before that like so i was sorry quite, to interrupt you though see like when yeah. you are young and you get acne mm-hmm. isn't usually the default to wear makeup before actually ask me when i got acne when did you get acne 10 11 Oh man! Do you know how young that is? Yeah, I was in year five. Right. I remember the day it started, <laughs> like, cause it, it was it was so intense. It was like so, it was like not cute. It wasn't like when people say I have one two spots, I'm like lucky mother. Like oh, was, you had a mat- yeah, I had like a whole like it was a, a rocky road. Like it was serious. So um, and I had it for a couple of years. I think yeah. Did you know? I mean, you was young, but do you know what caused it? No, I don't know what caused it, and mm. I had it like quite ongoing for like quite a long time, and I had right. to go and see a dermatologist and everything. Right, right, right. Um, and yeah, I had it well into uni as well. Like, but uni by uni, I kind of knew how to like manage it. Mm. But it was super intense. And people come to you with like the dumbest things, like don't eat chocolate. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chucky, when the guy I was dating. <gasps> He acted like he didn't know I had acne. Like, we've been dating. Like, oh, when, and then what? And then boy up later on now that you're whoa, in, like, the honeymoon me, honeymoon period's done now. He came to me and he said, he was like, he was like, he was like, oh, man. <laughs> I was like, what's up? But just, we've been dating for, like, a couple, like, weeks now. Do you know what I mean? And he was like, so, you know, like, I think, like, I think you're pretty, yeah, I think all of that stuff. I like, I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, this is but, really cool. But he was like, I think you need to stop eating chocolate. What? Chucky, I didn't eat chocolate. Like, I didn't eat... Do you know at this point, yeah, people made me so scared of food, yeah, that I was literally bread and water and egg. (laughs) (laughs) Bread and water. Like, I was so scared of anything with oil, anything with... Because I genuinely thought this was self-caused, the way everybody would react to me. Like, it was so... It was such a weird thing. I mean... It was such a weird um, stage of my life. And it was so ongoing, but I right. definitely firmed it. I think it's how I learned to, like, ban a witty. Because right. I remember Ryan, <laughs> a boy in school. Right. Yeah. Okay, let me take his name out. <laughs> mm, a boy in school, yeah. Listen, <laughs> there's bare Ryans out there. But I'll tell you what, that Ryan, if he's watching, he'll know. He'll know it's him. <laughs> he'll yeah. know it's him. Yeah. We were in, like, IT, like, computer room, whatever. And then... um. He was like, he said something about spots, and I just knew, I knew he was gonna do one of them ones. Like he was gonna make the joke about me. Like he would say, I could hear him in it. So I just piped up and I just made a joke before he could make a joke. Right. And that's when I learned, yeah, if you're first, yeah, <laughs> they can't get, they you. can't get if you. You own it. You know they what? They can't get at you. That changed my life. That is a great one, it and it's made me realize as well, yeah. Like, I think that especially with in school. You realise, well, for me anyway, it's like, you realise if you get your clapback game up here, Oof. then people are very reluctant to want to, unless they got loads of claps in them and they can take it a certain way or whatnot. And the majority of people can't take it. Yeah. They can give it, but they can't take they can't, it. Yeah. I think, you know what? I had, like, a couple clapback specialists in my school, but I was never a clapback specialist you like, like that. You not like a clapback. I you, weren't a clapback You seem guy. like a holder grudge. 
Yes. Yes. I'm going to be honest with you. That's one of my bad ones. That was one of my bad ones. And I still kind of got, I mean, I'm like, I'm healing, but I still got it in me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I think as well, though, I not only, yeah, I held it, I used to hold grudges. How long? But then we used to then like address certain things Mm -hmm. aggressively in school. Mm. So that was like my way Mm. of dealing with that. Having people around me that was able to, you know what I mean? But I think as well, my one thing that I did was, it wasn't the clapback thing, but I think it was more that once I managed to get a bit of control in school and outside, there was a part of me that was like, you know what, I'm not really going to treat, deal with certain people a certain way because I just know that I just don't even like it when it's me. Yeah. And because I don't have the clapbacks in me, mm. I just it's not my, within my personality to clap back like I mean, I do it sometimes now. Sometimes I'll give a little something, but it's just not within my nature to do that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to not put myself in a situation for someone to do that to me, but I'm also not going to feed that whole stuff that's going on because I feel like I would know how that would feel if it was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I've always, I've kind of always been on that thing. But the grudge thing, Mm. oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I I swear I've held some grudge for time. You seem it. For time. And then you know what? That in the past, I've held the grudge and like all three years later, if I've got the opportunity to bring it up, I've brought it up yeah. to make to get my point across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and like, and you know what? And there's a couple of times I've done that, and it's backfired because I was wrong. Where I held the grudge. I held the grudge, and I I worked out the argument in my head. Oh. And all three years later, I've brought it back up again, and I, only just to be wrong. <laughs> and you know what? I hold a grudge about that too. Because I didn't wrong. even like being okay, wrong. No, yeah, we need a therapist in the room. What? That's I did I not mean. like being wrong. Switch, However, on. now, okay. different. I can I can I can be wrong and still feel it, but I can accept that you I was wrong. Know. And I can also accept that this feeling that I'm feeling right now is ego, it will pass. Yeah, oh. It will pass. I can clock my ego now. Mm. Like I can clock when it's me and when it's her. Right. Behind, I can clock it now. Because right, right. that bitch, she's sneaky. Right. <laughs> I'll be feeling righteous about something. Yeah. And I sit with it a little bit longer and I was like, I don't think I would have felt that way if X, Y, and Z, and that's when I clock, it's the yeah, ego. Yeah, so yeah. I clock when she's involved. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I just, I can still feel type of way, but I don't do as much about it. But how big is your ego? Not, not, how, not how much you, not how much you um, show it, yeah. but how much you feel it. Actually, how big is it? She's there. What does that mean? I, I was talking to a sweet one like ages ago, and he was the first one to mention to me that I had an ego. Oh, okay. Yeah. How did you take that? Huh? How did you take that? I didn't listen to him. That was the ego. That's not me, are you? That was the ego. But he was the first person to mention it. Once again, as someone who I feel like in the past didn't always stand up for myself or didn't always, like, I did always stand up for myself. No, sometimes I feel like I didn't. I let things slide when I shouldn't have, like, right. younger times. So hearing that I have an ego, I'm stubborn, I'm a prince. Like, hearing those little things, yeah, from certain, from certain close people in my life, it makes me think, oh, well, look at me standing for what I like. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah, how that's I kind of interpreted it. But anyway, um, but I think the ego is, she's, she's definitely there. But do you know what it is? If the ego is starting to mess up with the goal, mm. I'll drop the ego. Oh, 100%. I will drop the ego real quick. Like, yeah. I can clock when it's, po- like, when it's poisonous. Yeah. Like... I don't know if it's like a London thing or, or I don't like to say anything because it's a black thing but like I don't know what it is but there's a certain element of just like 
your winning persona has a bit of ego. It yeah. has a bit of like, nah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm here. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I don't really like to dilute her too much. Yeah, my ego never messes up the greater good or yeah. like the like the end of something that I'm trying to re- or we're trying to mm. achieve. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? No, no. If we if there's a group of us that are trying to do something or whatever and my ego is being touched a certain way, I won't let that become too much of a thing. Yeah. But I tell you what, I feel it though. Yeah. Big. Mm. I'm telling you, like my ego is like sometimes and I but I just know it's there, innit? I'm just like, you know but what, you this know what? one here is just, this is the ego thing. But do you know what it is? I feel like the ego also comes from... Like, my ego might actually be a good babe, you know, because yeah. it only comes from how I feel like I would treat you. In this, like, it's Definitely. Big, it's, I never expect you to do something that I wouldn't do to you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm not... I don't come out... With, like, I don't come out warring. Yeah. So if you do something that I'm like, oof, you're taking a piss, you, this shows a lack of respect or something. Yeah, respect... That's a big one. Like, massive. As in, I didn't realise how big it is. Like, it's a big one for Yeah, me. massive. Like, yeah. But I think one. also, like, depending on the, the situation, I think, yeah, my, my ego won't, uh, won't ever... My ego won't even allow me to act mad, though. Or be embarrassed. Yeah, so, like, yeah. you know what? If I feel, and this could just be ego as well, if I could feel that, like, you know what? Maybe something's not being reciprocated in the way that I want it to be reciprocated, there's a part of me that's like, you know, like you're feeling certain things and you might want to say certain things. Mm. But I'm like, you know what? I am not about to look crazy, right? Or I'm not about to allow someone to to interpret me acting crazy. So my ego stops me from doing that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So my ego will stop me from like, my ego will stop me from chatting to someone. See, like, I don't know, when it comes to, like, romanticals, I feel like my ego, she goes on annual leave. Like, Completely. Here's the thing, though. Remember what it takes for Koi to get romanticals. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> like, remember what it takes? Yeah. So if you've already climbed full Mount Everest... Yeah, yeah, it's gone. Then she's tired now, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> like, so, no, um, but no, on a, on a serious note, like, yeah, I feel like when I like you, I'm... I don't think I really... I don't think about all that stuff until after it's done. Then I'm like... like I had a flashback the other day or some embarrassing shit. Like, and I can't lie to you. I cannot share this. So just firm it. <laughs> but I just thought the stuff I was saying... I was like... That... That's embarrassing. What? To that person? Yeah! Would, uh, if you don't mind me asking, would no, you no, having an argument? No, no, there wasn't an argument. It was just like... It was just like expressing how I felt. Fell. Okay. And in the context like, of what the contents of what you were saying is made, is it like a hindsight thing where you think I can't, be- like, I can't believe? Is it cringe or is it just like I, th- I think I can't believe I got to that stage of me doing that? Do you know it's it's a bit of a madness because I don't. What I was saying was like you know very like very overtly. I mean, but I just don't feel like they deserve that. Like, right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. don't get me wrong. Get yeah, you climbed the mountain, but I don't feel like it was a that thing. I don't know. How I was saying it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. But anyway, man, at least I know I have range. So, yeah. Hold on one second. Go for that again. At least what, sorry? At least have range. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like, for me, like, for me, for me, like, I don't know, man. I think my ego just stops me from... I've always just got this thing about where, like, I just don't want anyone to feel like I'm being mad. Or like I'm acting mad. Though. What do you mean acting mad? Like, do you mean like thirsty or do you mean like irrational? Irrational. Okay. I'm well, yeah. thirsty. Okay. I'll be honest with you. Like okay. I just don't like, mm. you know, like 
I don't know, man. I no, don't I know. My ego really just stops me from just moving. Like, I just feel like, you know what? Maybe it's just not the way that I, I'm seeing it. Like, I don't... Maybe I'm I'm seeing things different. Maybe I'm just... But you know what? Like, my feelings are doing whatever it's doing. I'm just not... I'm not... I don't know. Unless you ask me mm. how I'm feeling or what I think about something, mm. then I just will leave it as that. And I'll be like, okay, cool. But, but if you ask me, yeah. I'm telling you the truth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's... that's I, I get that from you as well. Here's the thing, though. Is it not their job to make you feel safe enough to feel like you can express what you need to express. Isn't it not their job? Okay, I don't even know if that was English, but like, for instance, yeah, I hear a lot of people say, I can't be feminine until I'm a, I have with someone that allows me to feel like I can get soft. Do you know what I mean? Or I can't, I'm not going to open up until I feel like I can open up kind of thing. So for instance, with your irrational thought, yeah, it's still a valid thought. It's still what you were thinking, isn't it? Mm. If the person made you feel safe enough to just express what you wanted to express isn't that like their job if they want to really get to know you isn't it their job to kind of like make you feel safe to be yeah honest? i guess so but then like sometimes i don't know that doesn't stop over a period of time i don't know it doesn't stop your ego from getting in the way though do you think your ego stops you from a relationship from excelling 100 million percent really 100 million percent because you know what sometimes if you from okay i'm just speaking for myself now yeah, yeah, yeah. like I think that there's probably times where if I didn't allow my ego to get in the way, we would have broken down a, another barrier. But that is hindsight now. At the time, it feels like the right thing to do. But as I've sat back and looked at it, I'm like, you know what? All I needed to do was actually just drop the ego for a tiny bit. Mm. Yeah. And that person may not even have known that I was displaying yeah, ego, yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's not like, I think a lot of the time my ego makes it seem as though everything's cool mm. but it's not really though mm. i'm like you know what it kind of is what it is you know that sort of mentality sometimes so it is what it is but no it isn't it isn't really that like yo drop it for a minute let's discuss it properly mm. you might actually break down a certain barrier, barrier yeah. but all of these things are just hindsight you, you learn, just learn yeah. these things you learn these things later yeah. but for me though i would have to say the my bad trait is the grudge thing mm. like my bad trait is that I'm so much better at it though. I'm yeah. so much better at it. Like now I, I hold less grudges. Um, you know what I mean? I'm transparent. I can talk about certain things or whatnot. But listen, I can't lie. Sometimes it's, there's a grudge I'm holding now. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. There's a grudge I'm holding right now. You want to a sure? strong one. Oh, and like, yeah. we're going to have a conversation about it. Not okay. here. Yeah, yeah. Me, we're gonna, me and that person are going to... No, 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 no. Oh, no. I said, what the fuck did I do? No, 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 no. <laughs> is, this, is this a sound? <laughs> no. <laughs> Me and this person will have a conversation about okay. it, but I also identify, although I feel like I'm valid for th the, my assessment of things, mm -hmm. I also know that my ego is what is holding it back because we could have done it time ago. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, my no. ego is doing that. I yeah. know it. I know it. So that's the, I think that's the worst bit. I know. I know, but tomorrow, I'm just, when I leave here today, I'm not going to pick up the phone today. It's not going to do that. No. You see, with me, yeah. Which is bad. It's so, no, like, Chucky, you know what it is? Some people are aware, yeah, and they know things logically, but I need you to know that's bad. Of course, I'm a million percent. Okay, okay. Every day, I'll be honest with you, every day I know that this is bad. Aww. Every day I do. Don't be, a slave, don't be a slave to the ego, you know. Oh, no, I know. But you know what, look. <laughs> he said I'm a thing, The one thing is, yeah, I have to just be honest, is that, mm -hmm. like, the majority of the time, mm. I do it right. Sometimes I don't do it right, innit? 
right now I'm just not doing it right. And it just is what that is. Mm. But I will correct it. I will time. correct it. And as I said to you b- before, like I believe that my assessment is right. Mm. But my handling is is piggy. not is not the greatest, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, with me, I'm like, I don't know, unless it's a proper violation. So there's two settings, I think, with me. Um, it's either, it's either like, you violated, I need to express it. As in, I'm nitty jittering until I can express how I feel you violated me. And then, then we acknowledge it and that's what it is, right? right. Or you never existed. Like, but the thing yeah. is, I can't lie, I don't stay angry for long. Like, for something to keep me... I, I will show anger, right. but I don't stay angry for long, man. I've, I've really trained myself out of that. I, I just think it's so destructive, man. But hear this, though. <laughs> hear this, yeah? Me holding a grudge yeah. actually doesn't mean I'm angry, though. Oh. It just means that, like... You're plotting. You know what? Nah. Okay, let's just say, for example... I'm not talking about this situation here. I'm just giving yeah, an example, one. yeah? Yeah. I could not rate how somebody... What somebody did... Mm-hmm. Or what somebody might have said. My emotions to that is not anger. I just didn't rate it. Okay. And I think that you, at some point, need to know that I, I just didn't rate that. Mm. And it's, it did make me feel some type of way. Right. So now what I've done is, well, what you, might, what you might do is, or what I've done in the past is, I suppress it for a minute because mm. for me it's like time and place. Maybe right now is not the right time. Like yeah. We might be out, we might be doing something or whatever. Or you know what, like might take into consideration that this person's got this going on in their life right now. And ultimately me bringing this to them right now is like, is not helping in some way. Mm. Or, you know what? I just got some other things that I need to deal with. Yeah, but don't, don't get it twisted. I ain't forgot. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm dealing with other stuff. And the moment Mm. that there's an opportunity where like, Let's just say, for example, I might have done something or whatnot, and then they're le- they're letting me know. Oh no, I didn't really like. Mm. Then I'm like, okay, yeah, boom, shit. Actually, that's made me remember. You see, five years ago, mm. on the month of mm. June, Tuesday mm. at two thirty oh. at night. Not night. What? Oh, shit. I'm letting you know <laughs> that this is how I felt when you said this. Fair how about that? Fair huh? Fair. But, but. It's never, uh, it's never, uh, um, yeah, and I, I do think this is funny as well. Yeah. It's never one of them, well, listen, mate, while we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they're trying to tell you something. Yeah, that's petty. Uh, do you know what it is? I went, um, I, I, obviously, I went to America recently, yeah. Right, and I went, to see, I went to go and see my um, aunt. Right. And my, well, actually, my uncle, he's my favourite uncle in the world. Hello, Uncle Shagun. My favourite uncle in the world, yeah. yeah. Um, and his wife, he never calls her wife, he calls her queen. It's like a thing that the whole family's accepted now, nice. it's just her name. But, you see, when they were getting married, yeah, I was told that I was going to be the bridesmaid. Okay, okay, I know where this is going now. Okay? No, right. let, I was told, okay. in my youthfulness, life is happy and shiny right. i was told i was going to be a bridesmaid we flew to nigeria to do this all right we got dresses made baby blue it was a baby blue dress oh, okay beautiful. all right me and my cousin were wearing matching dresses but i was told i was going to be the bridesmaid big man when we got there first of all i knew things were off because <laughs> <laughs> that's the ego already <laughs> i knew things were off yeah because that's the ego already because why am I not getting ready with the, with the brides and the bridesmaids? Like, why am I still at home with mum? I don't oh, get it. Okay. I don't really understand what's happening right now. But I said, I it's Nigeria. Different thing. Maybe it's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah? yeah. Cool. 
Now I'm going to the to the the hall or whatever, the church where they're getting married, innit? And I'm not sitting in the front couple rows because that's where, you know what I mean? The people, would, I'm sitting with the general public. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm in gen pop. So this is, you're in gen pop? I'm in gen pop. So what? Huh. Wait, there's more. There's more. This is on the day now. This is the, this is on the, Chucky, if I could cry, this is on the day. So what I, happened to the, sorry, what happened to the blue outfit? Did you not I'm wearing the blue outfit. I'm wearing the blue outfit with the matching blue shoes and socks, okay? I turned to the the woman that gave birth to me, right? I said, mother, yeah? That's your name, right? Because <laughs> you made me promises. I thought I was going to be a bridesmaid. She said, no, you're a balloon girl. If I, if I fucking lose it, what's a balloon girl? What the fuck is a balloon girl, Chucky? What's a balloon girl? All right, it's okay. Oh my God. What's a balloon girl? Oh my God. Big man, I'm gonna feel emotions all over again. What's a balloon girl? I think bare of my like adult issues come down to that moment. What's a balloon girl? I said, all right, cool. Big man, I've never heard of a I've balloon girl. I've never heard girl of a balloon girl. At a wait- I've never heard of a balloon girl. Full stop. Not I've f- never heard of a balloon not girl. Not flower girl. Balloon girl, wait. She tells me that yeah. I need it. Vio. I need. I'm in gem pop when I'm hearing this. Vio. And as a kid, yeah, maybe I had an attitude, didn't it? So now, yeah, and when. By the way, whatever I feel, you see my face. It's just it's a thing. I don't know. Yeah. So so now, yeah. <laughs> every the bride is coming in, the bride, and then I. Do you know? Do you know the? Do you know what I saw? Can I? I need to ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. I know this part. <laughs> How was you feeling at that point, though? Before you saw what you're about to tell yeah, me, yeah. when you was told that you was the balloon girl, mm-hmm. describe that feeling. You know, like when Cinderella's dress went like midnight and the dress wasn't pretty no more. Mm. You see, like it fucked, it fucked, it fucked with me. Like I was disappointed. Like I was highly disappointed. Like it was all the bad parts of every fairy tale you've ever imagined. Like it was bad. It was bad. It, I, 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 I'm not gonna lie. As a child, yeah, it was catastrophically devastating. Oh. As a child. Anyway. Yeah. So you, you said, <laughs> as the bride came in. Bride come in now. I do you know cool. what you saw? She looks nice. And this was back in the days, the dresses weren't like cute and sleek. Like, this is when bare frills and that. Mm. So just give me a second. Cause behind the bride was a little cute kid, a girl wearing the same dress as the bride, but in miniature version. She was the fucking, she was the fucking, she was what I was meant to be. Oh, no. She was what I was meant to be. Oh, so you got replaced by the young... I don't think it was ever my job. I don't think I was ever hired. Right, okay. Right? I don't think I was ever hired. And right. I feel like it's wicked to tell you stuff. You yeah, thought I was going to yeah, forget. Yeah, definitely. You thought, my first bridesmaid role, you thought I was going to forget. All right, cool. We sit there now. They give us food or whatever. They're like, wait until it's time to eat before you eat. I pop that shit open and start eating in the middle of the vows. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you want from me? And then after that, so anyway, I went to Nigeria now. Saw my aunt in it. Yeah. It's bit. I haven't seen her since her wedding day in it. Mm. I had to bring it up. <laughs> you brought you brought it up. Oh <laughs> shit! You know what's mad? I didn't even know. I felt way until I was saying the story. I was like, oh no, auntie, remember like, oh queen, yeah, remember like when. It was your wedding, yeah. I was no, told wait, us to wait, be- wait. What conversation <laughs> was you having before? Because you must have thought. Nah. So we, she took us out. She took. So I went to New York by myself. I went to Maryland with my brother. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I'm there with my brother, yeah? And they take us, it's like our last two days there on our way back. So I went Maryland, then I went New York for five days by myself. Then I came back and I right. spent like three days with the family before we head out. Right. So they were like, oh, before you leave, let's go and have food. So they took us to like this buffet spot. So we were just there all chatting, chilling, all of that stuff. It came out of nowhere, Chucky. Oh, I told man. you when I got to say something, I've got to say something. Right, right, right. And I just was there and I was like, do you know what, auntie? I remember. I remember you back in the day. This was this was my auntie Bola. Like I remember you back in the day. Right. I was like, I was meant to be the bride. I thought it's like I'm almost surprised by the story as I'm retelling it. Right. And she was like, "How you can remember after all this time?" So yeah, like kids don't forget, you know. No, of course. Kids don't forget. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like especially the first feeling of things. Yeah. Because that's a big. I mean, as well, like probably like you know, for eight, a child ten. as well, like a wedding. Also for the person who's getting married, but for a child, that's like a big yeah, sort nah. of like a yeah. Nah. You know, you see it in cartoons yeah. sometimes. You see it like in these that's things, the thing. and it's like such a fairy tale thing. So to be a part of it now mm-hmm. is like you're part of a dream. Then to find out Nightmare. that actually, raw, <laughs> you're the balloon gal. Ask one more question. No one asked me. Was there a balloon? There wasn't even. There a was balloon. no balloon, Chucky. Oh, Chucky. No. There was no. I there was just a balloon. I was just a girl. You was just a girl. And you know what? If from the beginning I was just a girl, that would have been calm. But you took me from bridesmaid, up ba- here, balloon girl, to girl in gen pop, balloon girl. Yeah, um, yeah. They were they were crazy for that one. They were creative with that one still. Now you don't even even if you even if there was a oh my god even if you oh my god man. <laughs> at my wedding, there's gonna you be don't a even want to hold a balloon after that. Even Listen, if there was balloons. Took me years to look at balloons the same way, man. Took me years. Jesus. Took me Christ. years. Yeah. Man. Do you know what I? Oh, that is nuts. <laughs> yeah. That is nuts. So if we're talking about egos, I've definitely had my moments. <laughs> I've like I think there's been like. I've not, oh my God, I've not had one of them ones. But I've definitely had like, uh, for example, like DJ times where like, uh, you know, I got a book in for something and I thought, oh yeah, like, you get what I'm saying? I got yeah. the big call up for mm. this, that and the fourth now, whatever. Mm. And um, yeah, there was one in particular, like, I got a book in to this event. I was so gassed about it. Oh. So happy about it, yeah. Only to find out that my book, my, the set time, my set time was like half eight. And the dance was finishing at like three, mm. and I knew that people weren't going to get there until eleven. So it was like, I'm taking a piss. Yeah, it's like, yo, what? I'm at that point. I felt like I'd worked my way up oh. to be. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like people start. I was doing my own little parties and that back then and that as well. Like I was doing my thing and that. Mm. So once I got this call up, I'm thinking, yeah, like now I'm gonna be. You're gonna get me at a certain thing or whatnot. Half eight these times. No one's there. No one's there. Oh my god! I had a load. I've had loads of those ones. But do you still perform? Do you still deliver? Though? I still did my thing. Okay. I mean, what? There was no one to deliver to. But I know. But like, do you know what I mean? Like that. In those moments, that's where you learn. You of you course. Your but you know what the that. thing is, though, boy, that was an ego thing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Really, it was yeah, like yeah. even paid. in hindsight, I wasn't like that. Like I wasn't that well known. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I did a couple of things in my area and whatever else or whatnot, but I weren't entitled to do like the main set or anything like that. Mm. I've, okay, it would have been nice to get like a little bit closer up on the bill or whatever it may be, but. But you did know you what? feel like you could do it though? Do you feel like if they gave you the shot, you yeah, would shut it down? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Sometimes there's a difference between where you're at and your capability. Yeah, definitely. All, and, um, all the time. Like all the time. <laughs> and then you have to like sit with that because nothing just happens. If, you, if you're not being called for the main spot, 
There's a reason. It might not be that your problem. It might be the relate. It could be so many different things, and it's so important. But that's that's another point where the ego can flare. Oh, million. Yeah, percent. that's another point. The career thing. Yeah, the ego can. Flare you see, though. like, are you finding that a little bit? Um, see, like, it with this your capability. Like, I'm looking. I know your capability. You know how. Uh, nah, you, talk about you know it's like, yeah. I just know your capability is up. I yeah. hope that you believe that too. I do, but it could. I'll let you land. I do. I do believe that. Thank but you. But like. Are you also feeling like your capability of what you can do mm. to where you're at yeah. is not matching? They don't know each other. Right. They, they've never met each other before. They walk right. on different sides of the road, wear different outfits, everything. But I also think the, the connection between them is graft. Right. That's just that. So that's the end of that conversation. Like yeah, when yeah. my ego wants to do something, it's like, like I let my ego. So the thing about me, I'm definitely like emotions, yeah. It I did there was it was a long time before I realised your emotions you can say no to your emotions. Like yeah. you don't have to just let them run you. Yeah, yeah. Bitches were running <laughs> running yeah. me. So it took me a, a second to be like because I just let them run. Yeah man, I feel I feel this, I feel that, where tear tear. And then it was then it came a moment where it was like the only thing that can change it is whatever the solution is, most likely hard work, most yeah. likely a commitment, most likely having a creative home, all of these things, yeah. right? Um, and once you realise that, whenever the ego pops up, yeah, you're like, this will waste six hours of my life, me running around in circles, trying to blame everything in the world. Or this part here takes five minutes of me feeling a bit like shit, then getting excited about whatever I think is the solution. So I've stopped doing those sitting in it and mm. more, I prompt yourself to do something like, go and edit something, go and, do you know what I mean? That kind mm. of stuff. So yeah, man, it, yeah, it is that. But sometimes you do just wish, like, oh, can every, can people, can't people see it? Like, or like, mm. something like that. But I feel people like that's very entitled. No, but it, but they need you to show up. It's right. the same with me. I, I was thinking this, I was thinking anybody that you rate in life is because they showed up more than once mm. in whatever you rate them for. Mm-hmm. That's just that. It's, it's just that. So yeah, man. Yeah, you call me for something and I'm, I, I'm trying to deal with this like, you know what, maybe I might not get this call again, but yeah. I need to go there so that they can see that I am adding value. That's when I go, when I do my jobs, that's my mindset. Yeah. I need to be there and show them that I can add value. And yeah. then whatever happens from that, happens from that. But look, for a long, for a long, long time, yeah, I always, my first graph, this is the, the interesting thing is now, I think a lot of people see that I'm a podcaster and like now people are seeing me doing these events and DJing or whatever else. Which yeah. one are you first? I'm a DJ first. I'm okay. a music man first. Oh, I love the confidence you said I'm that a way. music man first. Fuck. And like, that this is the thing as well. Song. I was always, like, I used to, I learned how to DJ when I was young. Like I was always, I, I, I like, I was running around in a certain circuit DJing or whatever else, but I always had the passion to discuss and talk, talk about music yeah. and just even life anyway. That's got a lot to do with my household. My mum yeah. and Peter used to always, they used to always, I say this all the time, they used to listen to um, like Roots FM, for example, yeah? Sunday, a Dennis Brown tune might play or whatnot. And they'll be talking about how young they were at the time when the tune came out and what they were wearing and what was yeah. happening politically and this, that, and what was going on with their parents and like, all kinds of stuff. That's the kind of household that I grew in. The, the, the connection between music and life and yeah. what it does around that. And like, you know, you listen to a song and it takes you straight back to a moment in time, yeah? yeah? So I was always just in and around music and just in and around everything that was happening with artists and that in the UK, yeah? yeah. So... Anyway, the passion was radio. Mm. I was always just trying to do radio. I was like, I was, my, I was built, my brand that I was building at the time, it got 
as big as it did at the time purely because yeah, there was a place I wanted to go. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? It wasn't even about like, I'd go, I'd do these mixed CDs and stuff and go outside where I remember when One Extra was doing One Extra Talent, yeah? I'd yeah. go there and I'd have thousands of mixed CDs and give them out and like, yeah, on one hand, thousands of people are about to get a mixed CD, they're going to listen to it in their car and whatever else and my face is on it and they're going to maybe know it's me if they hear it and they like it or whatever. But it wasn't even really so much about them it was about one extra seeing me doing this. Yeah. I needed them to see yeah. that I was out there grafting. And two things worked in a way, in a sense that like, yeah, they saw me grafting, but also I'm giving these out to thousands of people. It's like, when I then like would go carnival or whatever, some people would be like, right, I recognise yeah. like, you like from, you do a mix CD or whatever. Yeah. So it was that. But it got to a point yeah, where I was like, I'm working, I'm doing certain things or whatnot. And I'm like, I was doing a um, bang radio, which was like a community radio thing. And I knew that like my ability was good enough to be able to do it at a certain place. But it just, the dots just was not connecting Mm -hmm. to the point where, you know what? For a strong period of time, I just started to think, now maybe I'm just not good enough. Maybe I'm not good at it. Maybe I'm not good at it. And what am I going to do? You know, there was Delisa. I mean, I love... I have the most amount of... I will, I will always shout Delisa's name from the rooftops here. Delisa, for people who don't know, she works at Amazon now. She does uh, works at Amazon Music. Um, but at the time, she was working at One Extra. And she was, like, really... Like, she saw something in me yeah. and was, like, always trying to, like, get me through the door, but always at the same time was making me be a realistic on the sense that, yo, right now, a lot of politics, there's a lot of things that are happening right now and it may not happen, but I'm going to do my best in that. But for time, I was like, you know what? I just can't move. Maybe, maybe I'm just not good enough. But what I didn't do was, I didn't moan about it though. Mm. I didn't, um, I didn't like turn myself into a victim. I just thought, you know what? Yeah. I just have to just figure something else out. And it was so, i tell you what, yeah. It was, I'll be honest with you, it was actually so demotivating mm. watching people that I knew had never even done radio before get on radio. Mm. That was hard for me. Mm. Because then that really plays with you at times because you're like, wait, what is it that, like, what is it that they're doing that I'm not doing? Mm. Like, what is it? Like, what is happening? Like, why... Why is this happening? Mm. But I, I internalised a lot of it and I did speak to a couple of my brethren or whatever else. But I guess in the long term, in some way it kind of worked out because I've made this. Yeah. Do you get me? I made yeah. this and this kind of like, you know, then opened up other opportunities for me. But with that being said, it's like, with all of the other opportunities that I get, I'll always go and try to add value as best as I can, but I also understand that, yo, this place here, I need to make sure I water, water yeah. my plant and yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Facts, facts. But I, I think that like, um, for every period of time, in, I don't think it will ever stop though. Like I will always still get another point in my life where I feel like, you know what? I, my ability, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. maybe this is ego, is saying to me that like, I could do this oh, now. Yeah. I'm here, yeah. and to a lot of people that is like a high. Yeah. But like, I could do this now, yeah, yeah. but the two are just not really, like, and what, am, what am I supposed to do? What is the thing that I need to work out in order to, in order to narrow the gap? Or do I need just a shift in perspective? 
that shift in perspective is a mad thing, you know. Mm. It's very, very important. Because sometimes it's like you rather push around the whole world than just change the way you're thinking. Mm. But I don't think you should. I think whatever your, your heights are that you want to get to, I 100% believe you can do that. So yeah, yeah. I, I just think sometimes the way you go about it is always a little bit different. You know, yeah, sometimes you, you think it's a more straight route. Like if I look back on my journey, I definitely, there were moments where I wish I was more graceful. That victim thing, I definitely dabbled in that a little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm just being honest. Um, I definitely dabbled in that a little bit, but just on a bigger level as well. Oh, and also, yeah, like, oh, you know, everyone says it, and I'm going to say it now, and it's going to mean nothing to certain people, but you see, like, no, like, the world doesn't owe you anything. Nothing. As in, as, I've heard that sentence before, yeah, but I just thought, oh, yeah, poetry, yeah. <laughs> 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 as in the world is perfectly fine with you dying never reaching your full potential the yeah, world like when i say the world i mean like the universe the, the the world will function it is function because not- if we all died right now do you and- know what i'll be honest with you if we all died, the world will flourish. it would flourish. It would prosper. Yo, it would flourish. It would pros- it would all the turtles will come Massively. back. I'm telling like, you. Like, dinosaurs will suddenly come, come out. Come back, exactly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But as in, like, everybody, like, even your loved ones, everybody has to keep on going. Like, it's, it's and, you know, on, on a, a Christian level, it's like, it's actually, like, it's actually really bad to not invest in your talent. Like, and this idea that there's a purpose you have, like, is really, like, it's actually a bad thing to just kind of sit on it and, mm. like, do nothing and just think tomorrow's promised and just, do you know what I mean? Not to put more pressure on people, but, like, mm. there is an element of, like, you are here for a reason kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, and well, the one thing that, is, that I think has always been helpful, whether I forget it and I remember it later, is one day at a time. Just one day at a time. Do something. Like sometimes I am one of those babes. I, I want to learn. If I can't learn something in a day, yeah. like even editing, yeah. Do you know what I did? I stopped talking. I, I just, I got obsessed. Like I get like really into stuff. You are like me. Like I just get into you it and like I, I, I don't want to do nothing. Eating. You no, know, come back again. The camera didn't need to catch the love. Didn't oh, yeah. catch oh, the love. Come on. Okay, just, yeah. just got to get there. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's not photographed, it didn't happen. No, um, literally... Yeah, like um, sorry. What did I say? One day at a time. You said that um, the editing. Yeah, time you I love eat. to like. I get into stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I get like passion is so attractive to me. Something I really like about myself, actually. Like mm. when I'm passionate about something, it's like let's go. Like mm. I would go work through the night. I would like I'll do all of that stuff. Yeah, and that's how I look. So if I can't learn something in a quick amount of time, I do find it a bit more difficult to. Or if I can't fix something overnight, I find it a bit more difficult to kind of like think it's going to happen or do it or approach it. Um, oh, don't you find another way? No, of course you find another way because life... No, but do you on. find another way? Yeah, I, I do find another way. The okay. one day at a time thing now, like the okay. daily habits. Like there's a sick book and I think it was Taser Black that mentioned it. Never, no, it wasn't to me. I think he said it on his pod ages ago. Right. And it was like this book called Atomic Habits. I'm not going to lie, I only read the first chapter. And every, every time I say that, people stop investing in what I'm about to say. But it proper broke down the way I was thinking. I used to think about the goal. And the goal is like 1% of the journey. Like the end, the end part, yeah, is 1% of the There's a whole journey before yeah, and after like, it. And sometimes that is years. Yes. No, literally. And that's not a way to motivate yourself. You can't wait for your win years from now. Like you have to like have habits, fall in love with the hard work or stuff like that. And I know it sounds once again like poetry, but as in time and time again, my journey has kind of like reinforced that, proven that, has shown that that's the right way of thinking, blah, 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 blah. But it's hard, man. Yeah, I'm the same. Listen, I get like... But I guess, I think sometimes as well, me wanting to learn loads of different things and wanting to know a lot of different things mm. sometimes does come down to like, 
just wanting to get certain things done and I can't seem to sometimes I feel like I can't find the people to do it mm. or everyone's long mm-hmm. or whatever it is so you know mm. what I'll just do it or I'll just learn how to yeah, do it yeah, or whatever yeah. and I, I later on down the line I did have to like really start saying no Chuck's like you do actually have to just put your little bit of trust in people and just allow them to yeah. do it because I am not like you see like the building the team thing in the beginning, I just wasn't even on that. Because it was like, the one time, you know, like, you ask someone to do something and they're just long, it's like, oh, fuck, I'll just do it. And you get into this routine of like, I'll just do it. Just do it. I'll just do it. I'll just yeah. do it. I learned how to do this, that, and the fourth, and whatever mm. else. And sometimes this is good as well because... You're self-sufficient. I, one, I'm self-sufficient. And two, I know how it's done, so you can't rip take me, me off. A, yeah. You can't take yeah. me for a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You're telling me that something's going to take you a certain amount of time. Mm. Wait, okay, so hold on one second, mate. You're telling me it's going to take you a certain amount of time, yeah? And this is your fucking job. Yeah. And I can do it in a quicker time and it's not my job. Yeah. So what's going on here? Yeah, there's quality control benefits for sure. For sure. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's like, there's all of that type of element still, but... But it's a skill, like, learning how to, like, have a team. Like, I actually found... When I worked with teams, and not every team, but I found, and they're not bad, they're not bad at all. Mm. But I found that, oh, this is requiring a skill set of mine that I don't actually have. Like I'm gonna, and I have to describe it. I know what's in my head. Mm. It's connected to my fingers. I can do it. Do you mm. know what I mean? I might not do it the traditional way, but I can. I know I can get it done. Trying to take your idea in your head and share it with somebody else is a real skill. Takes patience, takes communication, and all mm. these things that when you're in your passion flair you just want to get stuff done yesterday yeah. but i heard this one guy i can't remember i think he's like massive on youtube i think he was on somebody's pod i don't know but he was like how listen just by the fact that they have time dedicated to that thing they're mm. going to be better than you 100 like you see how you're doing it on the fly and getting it done and you're proud of yourself cool but you see that person you're paying to do it that's allocated four hours to doing it rather right. than your rush 30 it's gonna be better yeah 100%. it's just gonna be better and there's an element of like trusting them with your baby definitely you know when when do you feel like you're at your highest frequency? Um, like, do you mean in the day? Just w- like no, no. ever. What I'm, I mean more like from the working aspect or just in life anyway. Uh, like when I'm in a rhythm, like at the beginning of an idea, like when I just get that idea or whatever. Oh, it's like it's euphoric. Like, mm. It's like it's a real emotion. If they could board up, I think it'd be legal. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Feel. Um, and then also one thing that I don't get that much, but it's when I'm in the rhythm. Like when I've got a system going, yeah. like oh, that is the best thing. I mm. feel like I'm in control of my universe. It's, right. just, it's just like yeah, Tuesday we do this, we edit on Wednesday, it goes out there, yeah, right. boom, boom, boom. Like, oh, it's like yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. My everything's God. in tune. It feels everything's so good. In tune. Just even the thought of it, it feels amazing. And you see, when that gets disrupted, chaotic. Oh my, I feel like I feel like I lost it. Like, yeah, that's mad as well. I think when I'm in my when I'm at that my when I'm working in my highest frequency, mm. it is quite easy to. To, to derail me is because it? yeah man it's like everything like I don't know it's like sometimes it depends on what the situation is isn't it yeah but someone you could derail me I could get back on it mm. I get back in it but mm. you just like I don't know man it's a hard one to explain I remember one time I was filming something with someone at one point yeah and like yo I was in my I was I was there mm. I was there the feeling in the room and everything was so good. But the person who was ultimately in control of the room derailed it by their requests of what they wanted in a moment when I was in the frequency that I knew as well that a lot of people would enjoy. Do you get what I'm saying? And then it took me a minute to adjust Mm. 
to like what this person's needs were. And I think in my mind, I started to think to myself, hold on, wait one second, yeah. I'm here, you got me here for a reason though. Mm. Like I'm here for a reason mm, and you're taking it. away the reason a bit. Mm. Like, and it, now it's going to take me a little moment to sort of readjust to the way that you may want it in a way that is still going to be comfortable yeah. with me. And I got it and it was fine in the end, but it was like now it's flattened me a little bit because I'm like, yo, man, like I, we was, I was in the, yeah. I was at the highest level of the frequency in that minute. When are you at your highest level of frequency? Could you describe? Do you know, I've had a few of them here, you know, even what? in here. Oh, like conversations? Just conversations. Oh, okay. You mean like that? Oh, no, okay. it could be anything though. I oh, mean like, yeah. like, you know what? Sometimes as well, like, I mean, there's kind of the same as you. Yeah. It's like, there's, I've had a few plans on Saturn like a couple of ideas, Mm -hmm. it might have taken a little while to get them off the ground and that. Then we start getting them off the ground. And then when I start getting them off the ground, you know what, I'm hitting this person and like, I'm asking them for something or the other and they're like, yeah, I can connect you with thing. Like, boom, yeah. When it feels like God is in your corner. And then you then as well, you start connecting other people with certain things. Do you know what? Mm. Um, I'm going to CC you with boom, boom, bang Mm. and we're going to do this. Bam, they start getting Mm. their thing going on which is in the benefit of what we're all doing here and then everything starts moving a certain way. Mm. You know what? Like even elements of when we've been doing these R&B parties I felt like, yeah, we're we're working at a really good frequency even though there are times where we disagree on like where we want it to go, things we want to do or whatever, yeah. When we start getting to like the time of the event Mm. I feel like we're just sink in sync like in a great way and it's so good to like because it again like that bit of where i'm working in at my highest frequency also comes down to like them doing their part Mm. everyone's doing their bit which then exactly which then allows me to be able to just do my thing in the way that i need to do it do you get me then can i can i not take back my answer but add to my answer then Mm. when when the chemistry is incredible Mm. like when the chemistry is unforced and just it allows for the like like the weirder sides of me to fly. Like that's when, like mm. when I can just, <laughs> no, as in like, when I can just like say what I'm feeling, like right. we'll just be, I don't know, your face looks cheeky and I don't know what I've said. No, no, now. no, 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 because it just made me think of that still. Nasty ass. But yes, <laughs> when, when the chemistry is amazing, yeah. when, um, yeah. when no one's telling me what to do. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, those are the two times. Or like, even like with Eddie, and one of the reasons I like it is because though I do work well with others, like one of the things I like about Eddie is that it's a, just me by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me by myself, yeah, I love you're it. just doing your Just thing. doing my thing on my time and stuff like that. I just get to do whatever I envision. I love that. Why are, why I was, when you said the weird side of you, yeah, yeah. it just made me think like, and I always, if I'm getting close to someone, mm-hmm. I always have to let them know Yo, I'm weird. I'm weird. Like you know? capital weird. No, like I'm weird. <laughs> yeah. Like when I'm weird. ready, I'm so weird. No rhyme or reason. Make me just as soon as I'm comfortable, weird. Yes. Weird. You'll just see me doing weird things and or just... saying weird stuff. Mm. Like I'll say weird stuff. I'll do weird stuff. I'll repeat weird things. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll make up a lyric or like a a line or something. And I'll just constantly say it. And then, you know, like, they're laughing because it's like, why are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, why are you being so dumb? Oh, that is so necessary. I need someone who enjoys my weird. Don't 
cramp my weird. Like, right, don't, no, no, no. Oh, don't, don't make me weirdness. feel. Don't don't make me feel weird no. about being weird. No, exactly. Because you're weird. Right. Doing that. Like, let me be. Oh my god, I date someone who didn't let me be weird. Oh, it was prison. No, 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 no. no. It was Fort Knox. Yeah, yeah. It was horrendous. Yeah, I can never go jail. back there. Yeah, it's jail. That's it jail. really is jail. That's a big in level Texas. Of, that's a big. Oh my, exactly. In Texas, that's a big level of suppression. Yeah. Look, yeah, can't do it. you know what? If you're gonna do anything, just kick back. But what I would like you to do. Join, join in. Join me. Join Join me in, in the weirdness. Yo. Yeah? You what? know when you, have you ever been with someone that just joins in with the weirdness? Have you had that yet? On a romantic level? Yeah. Mm, probably not, probably why, nah. If I did, okay. I wouldn't be like, it sounds fun though. Actually, got, no, let me think, let me think. Well, let's see if I can find one. Okay, maybe, maybe one and a half. Maybe one and a half. One and a half, yeah. Okay, go on. <laughs> Wait, no, there was something to it. Well, okay. I wouldn't say like I, I would, I haven't, I haven't had that that moment where you're like, yeah, I'm with my fellow weirdo, weirdo. But I've had people that I feel like embrace the weird. I got a brethren here. Let me see if I can find it. My friends embrace the weird. Well, I love them. This Don, I will not speak to him for ages, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we just get straight to the weirdness out of the blue. I've bet like I had not spoken to him. <laughs> I've not sp- I've not spoken to him for what like, literally maybe even the beginning of the year. Mm. He messages me yeah, <laughs> like on Tuesday the twentieth of September, and he just put, "You thought I was feeling you." That star star star, <laughs> a much a much am I a bitch? I get what I want. Do you not know that's ISIS? I said I just messaged him back and I said. Hose be speaking Japanese. I hit him with the karate chop. And that was it. Do you know what? That was it. You, you know, know we just did not like we, that was it. It wasn't even a yo bro, how are you afterwards? If that was that. You're alive. That That's was it, that was it. it, that was me. Then that then right. my person, Christopher Mensah, not me giving his government. Christopher Mensah is my dog. We met when we were eleven. We stay weird. Right. Like we stay weird to this day. To this day, his birthday is like two days after mine. Wow. We stay weird. That's that's my Christopher Mensa. Is it? Yeah. That's yo. As in the person that the first time I felt one hundred percent free to be me mm. was with Chris back of science class. Are you crazy? <laughs> the teacher was here. Yeah? yeah. Me and Chris would turn our chairs so we're not even looking at the teacher and l- just ban out the whole. Time. The whole time. Sometimes some people just get it. They can you get, just get it. it. You just, you're just in sync. He gets it. He gets it on a deep level. Like even the good and the bad, the jokes and that, the humor. Our humor is so dark. May yeah. no one ever hear it. Oh my. May God. no one ever hear it. Our humor is so deplorable. <laughs> I didn't even know I knew that word. Go on, Quay. Like <laughs> it. We listen. Yeah, Chris is my dog. Like yeah, yeah. That's my. Do you dog. know what? Even oh my God, that's my dog. Even now, dark humor is. Do you know when I think about some of the things that we? I'm gonna mute this part. <laughs> but sometimes, like just casually, he'll just say, "Oh, like this is bad. This is bad still." But like, him, we might be talking about like, let's say for example, chopping someone or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Then he'll just go, "Yeah, I just went." Yeah, yeah. Cut that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? But do you know what the baddest thing is? Me and I just would have been there. Even then, <laughs> even then, you know, like he'll say that, but it's not. I don't register that as funny. Yeah. We just that's how we will just yeah, chat, yeah, yeah. and we'll just keep talking, and yeah, yeah. You, oh, then I'll just say something mad. But yeah, yeah, like sometimes I look back and I'm like, oh no, yeah, we say something. If anyone oh, saw, what? 
the the text thread. Oh my god, Shade Barrel. Listen. Shade, I'm done. Shade Barrel will send it to I'm the Shade done. Room. They'll send it to Shade Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I don't know. I don't know because at this point, I don't. I don't know what I'm aligning myself with with you. With what you just said. Yeah, yeah. No, my my <laughs> thing is different. No, but I don't know if it's that different because when I think about what that. Like, don't let me forget to take that out. Yeah, clap. <laughs> like yeah. when I think about like the stuff that we like we we, we joke we joke in whispers that yeah. it's just no but it's just good because we just know where we're coming from we know it's just us playing with the fringes of society right. like we just know it's us seeing how far we can go till yeah, we yeah. it's just yeah it's just it's just funny it's it's never evil you always know, work you know like <laughs> i didn't to see today yeah just on a flip one i didn't even ring you here for a certain reason i just wanted to just check up on you, you know? no, and see how you was and just like you know i saw your best friend the other day did she tell you did you did one you? of them I don't know which one it don't is. Don't make me sound like the babe that has. I don't know how many. Friend. I don't know how many best friends you've got, but surely you probably know the one. I'm how you pre- How you deep in all my friends though? What's? I don't know who's your because I've never met her before. But she told me that she's a very very close friend of yours. Well, Where she, did I meet her? I met her friends. at the boxing. She was at. She. I don't know if she was at the boxing though, but she was at t- she top of like? social. Huh? What's she look like? She's. I think she's mixed race. Alright. Um, and she's got. Uh, well, did she, she do radio? Did she go to the Caribbean place with us after your does birthday? Does she do radio? No. Oh, okay. No. Do you know what? I say she might mix race, but she might be like, I don't know, like she might be, I don't know if she's like, <laughs> I don't know where she is, where she's from. You know how some people just look racially ambiguous? Like, I don't know where she's from though. I don't know whether she's mixed race or whether she's like... Does she look where- like she's from Malawi? Malawi? <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to pinpoint who it was. Have you got a... F- <laughs> She got curly hair. This is the next thing. I've been guilty of this before, where a woman's come to me and said to me, <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Have you not? Can you not see the change?" And oh, I'm like, what? okay. What's the change? Chucky, you don't clock when girls change their hair. No, not usually. It's got to be a drastic change. You've got to change it yellow. Yeah, I used to be blonde. I was blonde a couple. No, nah, but like, not. I mean, like, it's got to be a mad. Like, we've change. never seen you do that. Oh, okay, but um. But yeah, what you don't know? What you don't know? What I'm talking about. No, I don't. You literally okay. said biracial, ambiguous, Relati- mixed, potentially yeah. mixed race, maybe from Malawi. What she didn't even tell you? I'm a little That's bit what upset. I feel like, that she I feel like even... somebody would have told me that they saw. Yeah, exactly. man. Like, but she came over and she was like showing hella love anyway. Yeah, yeah. But um, all anyway, my, all my point, like she'll see. She'll see this and she'll be like, "What? I, whatever." Anyway, but you know, like, yeah, man. I just wanted to just. <laughs> I just wanted to see you, nah. chat to you. See, I know you was away for a little while. You yeah, went to America or whatnot. Went to, um, yeah, I loved it. Huh? I loved it. It was filthy. Place. Was it? New, it was New York. You was in, innit? I went for the Ma- whole time. No, went New York for five days five solo days. trip, and then I spent some time with family. How did you find the five days on your own? Um, in a different country. It was that far away. Mad refreshing. Mad unnecessary. I could have done that in Europe. Like, as in, New York is definitely somewhere I probably should have gone with people I knew. Why? I, when I was out there, I knew I asked all my friends, if you know anyone in New York, connect me, blah, blah, blah. And they did. Right. Do you know what I mean? But that was like, that was that was like day one, day three, day four. But you see, day two and day five, like I just went on walkabouts by myself. And I was like, everything would have been a bit more high if tempo if I was with at least one other yeah, of my friends. Yeah, maybe someone that was different there. Right, but yeah. I did have a really amazing time. I, I didn't realise it felt very healing. I feel so much up. Like, we spoke when I was yeah. in back in DC, Maryland. We spoke. But, um, yeah, no, it was amazing. It was really, really good. New York is filthy, but... Proper. Like, Big rats. I didn't Big hear rats. Rat. I didn't hear rat, but I didn't saw you? human shit in the subway. What? Human shit in the Fucking subway. It. And I knew it was human 
Pono dog does that. Yeah, it was yeah, human that. shit. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I figured out, once I figured out the subway system, I felt very free to travel. I felt very safe. I was in Manhattan, right. but I spent a lot of my time in Brooklyn and stuff because I definitely, there were certain parts of New York I wanted to see. Yeah. But it was amazing. It was really, They really definitely, good. I mean, as it's natural. You look how big it, it that big that place is. Mm. But, you know, they've got a lot of problems on that over there as well. Oh, um, I told I remember when I went to, I went to, I was in Brooklyn. I was in one part of Brooklyn. I was going to check a brethren, yeah? Mm. Yeah, I've gone walk down this road. Trust me, when I tell you, I'm in a hood now at this mm. point. I've walked down this one particular street, yeah? And I've seen, like, what? Five, six people. They've all taken the same drug, put it that way. Because mm. these lot were spazzing out. Yeah. Like, one, this one here is rolling around on the floor. So this, like, doing, like, rolling this way, then rolling back that way. Another one was um, uh, standing and hitting the car. Like, it was just standing wow. and just doing that. The other one was just sort of, like, on the thing slumped. But they were all... They weren't... They were together, but clearly not in together in this moment. Yeah. They'd taken the same drug, and it was fucking them. Mm. And it was just so casual to just see them just doing that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. yeah man. It's it's a... It's an interesting... It, it feels like... And I guess a lot of people would probably say the same coming to England and that as well. But it's yeah. like, when you go there, you do feel like you're stepping into a movie. Yeah, <laughs> or a no. game. Yeah, no. I mean, or a even, game. even everything from the size of their buildings, like and everything, it's just like everything is so recognizable because obviously a lot of like what feeds the black identity in terms of movies and shows is very much from America. Yeah. And I just went there and I felt like I stepped into shows I've seen before and stuff like that. Yeah, hundred. But the things I wasn't reckon, I I don't know how I didn't deep this, but it's just like the amount of homeless people. Yes, yeah, man. And then I think I saw like five. Um, and one only one was like um not black but like i mean they were in a state and it, yeah, like yeah. at first i saw okay homeless person we have homeless people in london as well but it just every it felt like every guy i saw Their was a black man i didn't see any i'm not saying there's no homeless women but i didn't see women i saw like black men like just tons of like black men not sleeping on the trains sleeping like, and it wasn't just sleeping talking to themselves every single one of yeah. them was talking to themselves yeah. so it was like there's a really compounded issue here yeah. and nobody's actually going to do anything because their well, country they're like, doesn't they're like benefit they're like the outcast of society isn't it they yeah. get pushed to, they get pushed to a um into a corner which is you have elements of that here as well and it's so yeah. it's weird isn't it because on on one hand there's that and then on the other hand it's like gentrification is loud over there oh, too. So screaming. like a lot of the places that were once known as, you know, dangerous places or whatever else now yeah. are not so much like that anymore. They're Brooklyn. quite expensive to, yeah. it's quite expensive to live there. Yeah. But there's like all of these new apartments, there's all of these new things, but there's no, nothing happening with these lot. Yeah. They're not dealing with the issue of homelessness there with these lot. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, I think when you go to a cer- like certain states and certain areas, like, the level of or the amount of black men mm. that you're seeing in the in these positions is horrific. No, it was really horrific. bad. It was really bad. Like really bad. Like like to the point where you get a little bit emotional. And I gave money, but I gave money just as the doors were closing for the train because this dude, I did, I I just don't know what they're on. Like I just don't know. The guy was not with it. He was mm. talking to himself. He couldn't sit still. And I knew the money might even go to drugs, but like. I just was like, oh God, dude, like this, I just couldn't see that and do nothing. And maybe mm. that's selfish, I think maybe, but I just was like, this is, no one's going to help. Like his pants, his trousers were falling down because yeah. they were too big for him. So I'm literally seeing his boxes. Boxes have holes in it. Like he, he, I think he's not fully able to walk as well. I just was like, and no one's going to help. Like no one. I wonder like, 
I'm sure there's got to be a conversation about, and I know politicians talk about it sometimes, even though they don't do nothing about it really a lot of the time. But it's like, I wonder what this conversation looked like. How do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal with that level of... Like, I guess there's one... There's Having the conversation on, like, how you prevent it from happening yeah. is completely different to, like, how you deal with it when, it's, when there's so much of it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when, you know, there's generations of people on the streets... You know what I mean? You've got people that have like all they've known is the streets because right. their parents was on the streets essentially, and, and it's just them. got like it's just passed down and passed down and passed down. But I wonder what it looks like in how you actually combat it because sometimes with some people there's like so many different issues in it at play. There's addiction, mm. um, whether it be drugs, whether it be alcohol. There's abuse. There's uh, mental health like, aspects of you know things that are going through people's minds or whatever it may be there's so many different aspects to it how do you where does the money come from to do that and how do you how do we trust that once that money is where it's supposed to be it is being put in the places that it needs to be because these things as well you don't just deal with just by like you can't just give someone just the okay this is, do you ever watch um, Soft White Underbelly? Do you know about that? Yeah, of course. Right. Did you ever watch the one... Do you watch Soft White Underbelly? Ah, oh, sick. And I've talked about it here before, yeah? yeah. It's a YouTube channel. Go and see it. It's a, a guy called Mark. can't remember his surname. But he sits and talks to a lot of people that were... Well, originally on Skid Row in LA, which is a place that I've been to as well. See Skid Row? Absolutely mental. Absolutely. You see Skid Row? Ah, huh? yes. Yes, you see There's kids, kids on Skid Row. It's, it's insane, especially when you consider it's actually not even a f- that far away from, like, wealth. But this is, like, one long street of extreme homelessness, addiction, prostitution. It, uh, it's mental. I was, like, I'm very, I'm a curious person, yeah, but I think going there definitely made me think, yeah, Chuck's, like, yeah, like ease up on this. If you're gonna do that, you go at a certain time. Like it's not a place that you're trying to go to late yeah, in the night because yeah. you just don't even know what the fuck's gonna happen to yeah. you. But anyway, interesting story that you had with the a girl called Exotica or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not her government name, but she was um, prostitute. She had two kids, but she was also within like you know like a lot of just a lot of gangbangers and that. And I'm not sure if you know like with the prostitution thing here, it works a certain way. So women, um, if you're a prostitute, you can't just be a prostitute by yourself. You have to have a pimp, yeah? If you then have a pimp, all of the money, this all, and this is universal. This is not even just like one pimp doing this. Yeah. This is like a thing that they've got going on, yeah? All of the money goes to the pimp. The pimps justify it by saying, you know what? We take care of them. Whatever it is that they need, whether they need their nails done, they need food for their kids, they need whatever it is. But the money comes to us and we distribute the money accordingly and whatnot, yeah? Anyway, Mark's talking to this one this one, um, this one, one lady and this episode did very well. I think it had a lot to do with the fact that she was attractive. And, you know, like, oh. I think the general public sympathise, which is, this is wrong. When someone is, like commercially good looking mm. we look at them and we think wow you're too good like why are you there it's almost the same as like when someone's depressed mm. someone who's being who's like depressed and is 
commercially attractive, mm. the, some of the first things that people say is like, what? Like, how yeah. are you depressed? Like, yeah. you're attractive. That makes that, it makes it worse for that person. It's even when someone passes away and it, someone sees a picture and says, oh, but he was a fine boy. Yeah. Which, as if death don't. <laughs> like, right. Like, do you know I was good looking. Like, yeah. what do you mean? I hear it. Big I, man, it's nuts. Anyway, he's like, got her on, he's talking to her, talked to her about her life, whatever. But what he then did was, He's got a charity. So I think people donate money and a lot of people have donated money specifically for her. So he was like, yo, cool. He got her apartment for her kids and whatever and took her away from the environment that she was in. She went back. She went back. Yeah. Well, she didn't even go straight back. I think what happened was he said that she kept asking for, he was giving her an allowance yeah. and then she kept ringing and asking for money more. and he was getting more and more and more and yeah. more. And then in the end, he ended up going to the apartment. When he got to the apartment, he seen bare sex toys and this, that and the fourth there and that, only to realise that she was kind of giving the money back to the pimp or whatever. So I mentioned that to say that like, the, the soft solution it's is for a lot of people I'll give them a house yeah. let's just take them out and give them a house yeah. but if you're not we're not dealing with the root causes what of these issue, people yeah. then they're always going to go back to almost what they have trained as a default but then how do you deal with many different aspects of the issue do you mm. get me no no I totally get you like is the reality is like for someone, that's why it's such a big deal when somebody steps out of their life to take care of you mm. or steps out of their life to invest in you or to even just say something nice to you. Like, mm. I know that sounds so wishy-washy, but bro, that can make a massive difference, you know? Like, mm. like this person, yeah, whoever's going to actually help make that woman's life better, whether it's her being her own agent in terms of OnlyFans or, or to her becoming just something, a suckle mum or something totally different, becoming an assistant or whatever... Like, that person's going to have to take so much time. I remember one time, somebody was about to trigger warning. Someone was about to... And I, and I was with... It was my first time presenting, and I was presenting with Word on the Curb. And I won't say who. I don't know if they want to be involved in the story. But um, we saw that this big guy... Fight, kind of, it looked like he was fighting with this smaller guy. And when I went to him, I was like, big man, you know the way the world is. Like, this is looking mad, you know? Like He was like, nah... And I, had, I was trying oh, to stop shit. him. So then now he was like, but I've done my thing now and I need to go. So now we suddenly understand that this person's like, what are we going to do in it? And like, there was a guy that worked that I worked with, phenomenal person. And he was like, he, he made sure that he followed this young man back to his door. Not to his door, but to his area. Got him off the I don't know kind of what happened, but we all just made sure it was okay. We tried to speak life into him, but someone with issues like that, you're not going to talk it away. Do you know mm. what I mean? And it was just like, and then I, we spoke like weeks later and I was like, yo, like what's up with that guy in it? And he was like, seriously, I took him home. I made sure it was okay. I called him to check on him. But you see something like that actually takes like a lot of, you can't half be in it. You can't half be in it. Like that's even probably more, I'm not going to say more dangerous, but like he was like, I I don't, I actually don't have the capacity to do more than what I've done. And it was so mad because he's a phenomenal person for even doing what he's done. But it's like, who's going to invest in who's going to help who's going to then take that on after? who's going to take that on and when yeah. you think about everyone dealing with their own day to day stuff for someone to step out of that to help you consistently yeah. to the point where you actually are alleviated of your problem is a massive commitment yeah. is why people become saints do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah. a massive commitment and I just don't know if in the society we live in there's as many of those people around no like even with your own friends like when you have a breakup like if a, if a friend of mine has a breakup I already know this is four months of the same conversation that we're right. going to have to have yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean that's just a breakup like yeah. imagine if it's a drug addiction or abuse or traumatised past like have do you know what I mean have you ever witnessed addiction like in your life 
Or like, addiction, like not like for you, drugs. not you particularly, no, no. but like just friends or like family members or have no. you ever have you ever seen it? I've ne- I've never seen. Ooh. I've never seen addiction in terms of drugs, in terms of like alcohol or, or like like heroin or whatever. Yeah. But I do think that I was too young to see it then. But I may have come across someone having like a pain well. painkiller thingy. Like okay. A, but yeah, but I but they're cool. They're fine. Like it's just I was like every day they were having like they they seem not every day, but every time I saw them they were they were like yeah I need some or where to tear. But I was young in it. I did painkillers, but it was like quite a, a serious. Quite a, um, it's not one you buy in the shop over the counter. Right, you have to right, be. Right, right. So when I look back, I actually went to that person. I was like, "Yo, you know," they're like, "Bro, I was going for a lot." Yeah. But man. they they somehow stopped it. You they know. They, they, but I've never seen like the actual one. like dregs. Yeah, I've of, seen. I've seen. Like, I mean, addiction. A big element of addiction runs through in my family. You know, uncles and family members and that. Mm-hmm. I've like really fell into things. Yeah. And I think. Yeah, even with them, like, you know, that's a, it's a, it's a massive process. None of these are homeless. And I think that we, it is difficult in this country. It is definitely difficult in this country. But I guess like, we do have like certain benefits that are like, although they're not perfect and they're not great. And then maybe they may be worse than they once were. Like at one point they might've been better, but the fact is we still have them. We still got housing, we still got flipping, um, NHS, you yeah. know what I'm saying? We can go oh, to the hospital. I appreciate NHS when you, I was out in America. Huh? I yeah, you should go to America. Listen, oh. if you go to America, yeah, and you something happens to you, big man, if you don't have Money. that in order, your yeah. insurance, yeah, big, you that's racks. You're, like, you're done. I buckled, so, I think I told you. I buckled on the subway, in it. Oh, yeah, you told me, yeah, still. Tough times. I didn't touch, my body didn't touch the floor. Yeah, but I, <laughs> yeah, I definitely yeah. twisted my ankle, yeah. yeah. I knew. <laughs> Wait until I get back to good old England right. before I can do anything about it. Like you step I, into the hospital, you're coming out five bills minimum. See five bills. Baby. I love my ankle, but she ain't. Yeah, man. that's a, <laughs> that's a lot of holiday money. That's a, do you know what I mean? That's a lot of holiday money. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Nah, like, we we do have these things here. Obviously, they like you know yeah. government cuts and all of that. It's, that's a whole separate conversation. But well, we have yeah, it. we have them. You yeah. know what I mean? You go to other places, they don't. They just don't even have them. Mm. And then it just makes everything even all the more worse. Mm. Adding to the fact that, like, the gun issue and that, like, it's nuts, man. I saw a video of, um, I thought it was Little Baby. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, shit. Someone did say it was Little Baby. But it wasn't Little Baby. But this Don's gone to the shop, yeah? And someone's shooting at this guy. The Little Baby lookalike has pulled out the biggest mm. thing and is shooting back in that, yeah? So in the comments, everyone's like, oh, right, little baby. No, it's not little baby. Little And I'm, my first thought was, right, is that little baby? But my second thought was, wait, is that how man's just going to the shops? Yeah. Well, you're yeah. going to the shops carrying a big one yeah. like that in case, like, yeah. do you know how crazy that They're is? They're so, like, even in my experience in, a, in, a, in more Maryland, yeah, where it's more residential and stuff, yeah, the aggression, they're just ready. They're on smoke. Smoking. They're on smoke. Like, as in, so I told you, like, I was in a place. I was in a big supermarket. I thought no. I thought they abandoned the oh, car. Oh, yeah, you nearly got a slice, innit? But I thought they abandoned the car, innit? And I saw a banana. Now, the Costco in, in Maryland is huge. It's a, Costco's already huge, but this one was huge, huge. Yeah. So I just was like, oh, banana, abandoned car. Let me cap, let me grab these bananas. The biggest Hawaiian-looking man came here, and he was not he, like he was not accepting any kind of like explanation, any kind of like chill out, like. And I'm there with my brother and my cousin who are. 
my cousin looks like a footballer, but he's got a quite a gentle soul in it. And I'm just like, I'm not going to let this get smoky because I already know that these two have nothing on them. Right. And you, I don't know what you're on because you're ready to duppy me. Like, I don't, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he was so angry. Like, right, right, right. And, and it just made me feel like, obviously, I'm quite a confident person, but there's stuff that reminds you of like simple science. He's bigger than me. Right. Like, and he doesn't seem to really fear stuff. And also, I did feel very black in America. Like, oh, yeah. as in, not very black as in. <laughs> like, I know what you mean. But like, I was. Like, of course I'm black here, but I do feel like I have a, a, a environment around me where, like, that's not a negative, you know? Like, I do go into the... I, I Okay, the UK is the UK. So, so, yeah, Call it has a spade a spade. I think it's a lot more overt. Oh, my it. gosh. Their overting is nuts. It's over <laughs> Capital Ove. Like, it's yeah, crazy. It like, is overt. Like, I felt like I felt more aware. Like, I, I don't really do a lot to placate people in this country. I don't try to be quiet. I don't try to, like come across a certain way anymore I kind of taught myself how not to do that yo in America the training came back I just didn't it just didn't feel like a place where you could reason things out no <laughs> you know just, and I felt way more comfortable when I went to go and visit friends in Brooklyn and stuff where I just was around other people Haitian sorry just to change the tone a bit Haitian parties are wavy yeah I've never been to one but do you know how they dance what they got, <laughs> they got their whole thing so if you're a dude, your leg is here, the other leg is here, innit? And we just do the shimmy. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah like that. Oh, man. Mm. I like that. Story. I like it too, my good what, sir. You did a, uh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> 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 so what? And then you just do that, like, does it not change? Oh, the they love... Rhythm and... Oh, no, they do. They change oh, the rhythm. Okay. To be fair, it's not my... F- shout out to all the Haitians, but it's not my favourite sound. Like, it's right, not my right. favourite, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's so crazy because... Like Bashman, I heard uh, dance also. Yeah, dance what I heard back in school days, booming there. Like yeah. as in yeah, everybody, yeah. they love old school. They, they love, love old school. school. They yeah. love they love old school. Yeah. Like and they don't listen to. Well, I guess they do listen to UK music. But when I was talking to a few people out there, they're like, "Oh, like we listen to what we listen to." But yeah. do you know what I mean? So yeah, man, it was it was a, it was a great experience. It was a nice. I definitely want to live abroad for one year. Just somewhere random, different. Yeah, man. I know. It's I hard. feel like that too. I just don't know if it's America for me. Oh no, 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 no. Not. You know I, what I mean, I just don't know, man. York, I just think like I just don't know, man. I go out there. I mean, I've been to um, many different countries and stuff like that, but I just f- sense fear in a high degree when I go there, though. But maybe, and maybe it's something within me. Yeah. But it's like. Yeah, man. Even the flipping, the feds are like robots. Mm. I just feel like they're like they're like robots. There's so much, it, just like any country, but the issues are just like yeah, they're, they're so apparent. Yeah, they're so apparent. But it's so ironic that like their issues are so loud and it's it's so apparent. But there's a level of arrogance though mm. that they that is kind of universal mm. amongst a lot of them. Where it's like America's the high almighty, and it just really isn't. We don't have the time for this conversation. It just really isn't. But I met like so my friend connected me out with there with what with his friend. So Chris connected me with a girl there. Shout out to her. She was lovely and her boyfriend. And I just started this conversation about like black Brits and African Americans. No, sorry, Africans and African Americans. Africans and African Americans. Oh my gosh! And I saw the discourse on Twitter and I just couldn't believe there was so much. What was it? Let's let's talk about it. So you probably have to bring an American here to talk on it better. But like my understanding is. African-Americans feel like 
um, Africans that go to America look down on them because they. Said fought... again, um, Af- African Americans feel like Africans that go to America, to America look down upon on them. them because they what they see depicted on television is like ghetto and, and uneducated and interesting blocks and stuff like that. So they and then African Americans therefore like they should get first dibs on any kind of. This is what was communicated, by the way, right, everybody right. In, the, in the internet world. That that's a jump. Yeah. Don't jump. Like, but he was kind of saying like, um, he feels like. Basically, when America's doing stuff for black people, they're just doing it based on color. They're not doing it on who was actually descendants of slaves and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? And they feel like they shouldn't they shouldn't lose out on their jobs or whatever to Africans who are going to America. And it just it's a really oh, this is it's a kind of yeah. conversation that would make a slave a slave owner happy. And that's why I don't fuck with it. Right. Like anything that I feel like creates division yeah. with black people. I'm very hesitant to jump in it. I'm sure everyone has... Because yeah, that, that that came up with um, acting, didn't it? No, that's black Brits and and, and African-Americans. But yeah, like, it seems that like African-Americans have seen, seen from these different conversations I've, I've right. had okay. with African-Americans as well as just seeing what they say on Twitter and stuff, which I know isn't the Bible, but yeah, 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 is yeah. they are very protective over what they believe is theirs, right? Because they've gone through some crazy stuff, right? Absolutely. So when they feel like another black person who hasn't ha- doesn't have that trauma is benefiting off of what they believe is theirs, they're very like, what? But it means that they kind of separate themselves and isolate themselves from the diaspora. Mm. Like, I don't call myself British like I, I don't even think about it but it's not I'm Nigerian like someone say where are you from Nigerian like yeah. I might even say that before South London like do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. just it, it's just because we are raised with our background right. um but they they don't have that it's not definitely not their fault and so they've created their own identity which was so wavy and popular that we everyone's taking it everyone's on. taking it yeah, but yeah. I feel like they separate themselves a little bit like yo yeah. but your trauma like we both did, you know if you have a cousin but one of you grew up in the suburbs and one grew up in the hood when he comes to chill with you he might act like he's from the hood nah big man yeah. you're, you don't know yeah what yeah this I, stuff I, is. do you know what? and I can understand I can understand an element of that in a sense of like I can understand the sensitivity yeah because of what is happening to them yeah or what they are what they experience over there yeah but i do also understand that like yeah for the greater good that mentality is not a good mentality to have like how is it that some the actions of somebody outside of your community is making you divide from those who look like it just doesn't the greater good is yo whatever the fight is that we're fighting in regards to this is for all of us yeah what for all of us worldwide, essentially, because the reality is, for me, in the way that I see it, people of a darker skin, people of darker skin are treated the worst everywhere in the world, as yep. far as I'm concerned. Yep. No matter what country you go to. Mate, even in India. Your own, let me tell you yeah. something here. <laughs> and I, I remember having this conversation with my, um, we was having a heated conversation about, this is all around the time, the Black Lives Matter thing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I was saying that like, the reality is, yeah, that even in our own country, a lot of the time, we don't even have the privilege there. You know that? Mm, what do you mean? So like, so like, let's say, um, let's say like, even in Jamaica, this is going to sound like a controversial thing to say, yeah? And I no- understand that, like... Let me... Just let me land here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No disclaimer. It's yeah. like... You're almost deemed as though... See, like, if you're a white person in Jamaica or whatever... Yeah. People will naturally... It's as if you're not born there. But yeah. even if... I guess maybe even if you are born there... Yeah. 
you will be seen almost as a higher class yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. It could be that class could be that you come from money or it could just be like a certain privilege that you have with that. So even in your own country, yeah. that pr- the privilege that you feel like you should be entitled to, you don't have. So then imagine going to a country where you are a minority, that same minority that that person would, that same minority that a white person will experience in being in a black country, that privilege that you will get or that they may see you as, you don't have that as a minority in someone else's country. No, you Do you don't. understand what I'm saying? Of course I understand. Someone wouldn't, if I went to like, if I went to, I don't know, let's say I went to Poland, yeah? They wouldn't see me as a black as a black person who comes from wealth. Immediate yeah, that wouldn't no. be a, a, a an immediate assumption. Yeah. Ah, oh, like ah, oh, oh my god, there's a black don. Like he's must be from the mm. or he comes from the. Mm. Immediately, I would be seen as the inferior. Or if I'm not seen as the inferior, I'm just seen as ah, oh, he must. He probably is an actor. Rapper, he's a rapper, sports person. You know what I mean? He's yeah. on TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I used to go to countries sometimes back in the day. Yeah. And like straight away, they'd be like, 50 cent. I get, I get, <laughs> I, I, I get Beyonce. I'm not one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not tall. Honestly. I don't look nothing like this dog. Big man, I'm and like, I had Kane Row. 50's like, never had Kane, Kane Row in his life. I'm literally like 40 shades darker than Beyonce. I don't understand <laughs> right. what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand it. No, yeah. I, and you're right. That's something actually I um, didn't travel. I traveled. I had a horrible experience when I traveled to Turkey one time wrongfully yeah. accused of a crime like it was oh, a whole story yeah 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 um, by the way it was sweated out that day it wasn't yeah. like something that I've been having to fight or anything like that um, but yeah it was it made me really scared because so I don't know how to say okay fuck disclaimers man so we were in, <laughs> we were in Turkey um, and there was a settlement so a lot of British people had gone to Turkey bought up the houses there blah 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 yeah. one of their daughters got um, duppied right yeah. and it was black girls that did it an eyewitness okay. said I didn't realise they had a Facebook community they managed to control the police to come to our house they were right. con- like you know when you're the police are there but you can see the ma- they brought the dad to that like it was it was a terrifying experience and it made it very clear to me um, alongside just being aware as a person that wherever white people go they are given the grace of being more than good enough or better than right. of the place that they're in, right? Whether it's their country or whether it's another country. If, they, if a white person goes to Nigeria, there's a fuss. There's like a... Because I'm not going to lie. There's like a... You don't see everydayness about it, right? Cool. But what I feel like as a black person, I don't think I've ever gone somewhere I thought I'm going... Unless it's like gatherings or whatever but I don't think I've ever gone somewhere I'm like being black is what's going to be the lick here like this that's what's going to make this an easier experience no, not, not, I, I don't, and I, I have felt that but do you know what it was every time I felt that I was DJing yeah or I was like I was performing yeah, 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 like yeah. it was a, a performance thing that gave yeah. you that and then you know what you even when you peel the layers back yeah it's not even then just that it's then just skin tone so oh. like you look at you was gonna say Indians. It's like yeah. the darker you are as an as an Indian or as a person over there, is the less privileged you are going to be seen because what? of that. That's because the whole slave trade thing affected. Like, do you know what I mean? Like this idea of the closer to white. Do you know what's mad? I, so I interrupted you. Do you no, want to no, finish no. your point? The, I watched um, Good Hair for the first time ever. It was this thing done by 
uh, the guy that Will Smith slapped up. So sorry, Chris Rock. Oh, Chris Rock. Yeah. yeah. And the narrative of that, the mentality behind that. Yeah, sorry, that's not his. <laughs> that's not his name. Sorry, that's not his name. Yeah, He's an actually successful comedian with his yeah, own yeah. legacy. But anyway, the, the you can hear in it just so many like microaggressions that we have against ourselves. Like, yeah. I don't know, like everybody suffered from this idea that if you're not white, you're not good enough. At right. some point, everybody, and right. I don't know, I think as people, as part of, we need to have more grace for ourselves that some of us have unlearned that quicker than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't think we have any grace for it. Like, no. like no. yeah, I'm lucky. I'm in but, South London. I'm surrounded right. by people that look just like me. Yeah, yeah. The ability to like celebrate myself is way more frequent than if I lived in Shropshire. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Where am I going to learn self-love? Like, even if I see online, when I go outside... That my neighbor that I've lived next to for 12 years still holds their purse tight. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like internally, we in this conversation, we don't have much grace for one another. No, exactly. Um, but, but, and also, just to tie it back to the original point, is that, like, you know what? If we're doing something for the, the greater good, yeah. we shouldn't do it with the, we're doing it for the greater good, but it stops here within us. Yeah. If we're doing it for the greater good, or it's we're not be. doing it for the greater good at yeah. all. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, so I think sometimes, it probably could be a bit disheartening where, okay, artists, let's go into the, the realms of artists and that. Like, There's a lot of artists that had to fight so many different things yeah. for it to get to a certain point and they didn't really reap the benefits of it. But you know what? Someone else came through and they reaped the benefits of it and if they're going to come down and kick a few doors down and then someone else is going to reap yeah. the benefit of it and it's like, you know what? It, yeah, you can feel that initial disheartening thing a little bit because it's like, you know what? You might have wanted a little bit of that too, mm. but if it's coming from a place of the greater good, it's like, yeah, do you know what? I didn't manage to get that. Mm. But you know what? Now we've got Dave and we've got Stormzy and we've got this and we've got yeah. that. And, do you understand what I'm saying? And that's a beautiful thing to it be able is. to look and see. Do you know what I mean? That these lot are being able to do whatever it is that they're being able to do. And I and I use that even in the same, just for the, the local person and getting jobs and opportunities and that. It's like, I think that we... I think the idea for a lot of people of doing something for the greater good seems cool until... You have to do it. Until you actually have to do it or until the realisation of you not reaping the benefit kind of kicks yeah, in yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. But I Which think then it's, goes to ego. Yeah, and then look, that's why you get the big bucks, guy. No, I, I, think, I think I should let it just end there, but I, I do think in my head, yeah, it just comes down to like... Okay, I lost my train of thought. I should let it end. I'm so sorry, man. No, I no, do you want, it? Do you want to wait? What was the last thing you said? I Before said, the ego. Um, they're I not going to reap the benefits. Yeah, they're not going to reap the benefits. And then I said that. What the fuck did I say? <laughs> now you've got a day when the storm's in. Yeah. Then I said, I can't even remember what I said. Do you remember? Do you know what the maddest thing is? The person who's listening to this could just rewind and just... Know I know, I know. It's annoying now. I promise it was know. a good point as well, man. Anyway, man, ego. Feel free to just stop because I'm <laughs> going to move it. But if you want to stop, then we can go back and I can just put it back there. Still. So you get the big bucks. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> but um, anyway, before we go, anything happening in the world? Did you see... Um, what's going on with Kanye again? <laughs> oh, you're going to love this boy when I chat to him about it. Do you know what I'm seeing with Kanye, yeah? No. I'm seeing the way that people are breaking their backs trying to make sense of it. Mm. They are breaking their back. Listen, you could say something accidentally four years ago, yeah, with no context. People have seen the worst of it. Yeah. Kanye will say something that 
on face value makes no sense. Underneath the face, the epidermis of the skin, it doesn't make sense. Now we're on the frontier of the brain, so it doesn't make sense. Maybe deep inside, there's a science and whatever. But that that grace that's lended to Kanye is that I don't see anybody else have that for anybody else. I will say, I think for people, especially black men, I think Kanye represents a life where you're not being oppressed by rules. Like to see, like bear in mind, we're taught to toe the line all our lives. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially black men, like you lot can't even smell aggressive, blah, 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 blah. So to see somebody saying things that are not even fathomable to the average person saying, I think there's an element of freedom that people like about it and they just want it to make sense. But I have to recognize, yeah, that none of us are gods. It's easy for me to recognize. I don't have any problem calling out what doesn't make sense to me. Like, I have to recognize that, like, Maybe there's some deep reason in the future, but then he's got to, he's got to make that we got to get there before I can because I don't understand how you can say white lads. Like, oh my gosh, you, you just have made so many racist white people so happy. Oh my god, you've and it's, and, and I, I want to understand. The comfort, do you see the level oh. of confirmation bias now? Oh my god, and I, like oh, see, it was always in your head. And my thing is, I I just want to ask, like, can't what like what was worth the price of that? And it's so it's so mad because well, did you see the George Floyd thing when he said you saw that when he said that, that he was on fentanyl, he said he yeah he said he didn't die it wasn't the knee it that wasn't he wasn't even knee. on his neck he like that he injected with fentanyl whatever like he said a lot of he said a lot I watched um because the interview was Drink three now three and a, three hours forty five minutes long I didn't watch that. I did. I tried to, you watched the three hours, 45 minutes? Yeah, because reason. anytime, yeah, anytime I'm dealing with something, I need to understand, like, I need to, because okay. when you're talking to county stands, they're not, like, if you don't, if you haven't listened to every song he's ever made yet, they dismiss your point entirely. The, the only reason why I didn't is actually because I just couldn't find it. I didn't know whether they took it down or not, but I saw something that was an hour long. Okay. I mean, it wasn't on the Revolt channel, though. Okay, maybe so it I was didn't like, watch it. Huh? Maybe I didn't watch the right one then, because you're right, that's No, maybe, good. no, no, you probably did, though, because it was there, because mm. I saw people talking about it, but. I ended up just seeing like an hour long thing or whatever. And it basically sort of played the longer parts of things that he was talking about and breaking down without, I guess with giving all of the context, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. And so, yeah, he went into this thing about George Floyd, which he just sort of just kind of just skimmed into a bit. And then like he talked, saying a lot about Jewish people. He was saying a lot about... um, you know, like one thing that Kanye was doing, yeah, is he would go into a into a paragraph on something, and he would mention a whole load of different things within the paragraph. And for someone who's maybe not smart enough, they will just think that uh, someone's just sitting there just dropping gems, yeah. But I also think as well, because Nori got like, he's been getting a big backlash for it, yeah, because Kanye wasn't being pushed back on some of the things that he was being, on, on some of the things that he said. Mm. And right now, people are really onto Nori about it. But I kind of sympathise with Nori a bit, purely because I I do understand what it's like to be in a room with somebody who you hold to a high regard or whatnot. Yeah. You're giving them a platform and you're just kind of just letting them speak. Yeah. And, the the atmosphere in the room is as though someone is schooling you a bit. So you're just kind of taking a seat back and you're just like, well, it, you're just kind of sitting back and you're just listening to the things that he's, because there was a few things that Nori was kind of like, what? Like, yeah. he's just, but I think the thing with Nori is he never tries to be the smartest person in the room. He never tries yeah. to act like he knows everything. And I think with that, 
when someone sort of mentions like the issues that are happening with the Chinese or whatever, to him it's like, oh shit, like what is you that? You see the clip, is yeah, it? The Chinese yeah, like, are behind it. So, but <laughs> in his mind, he's probably thinking, well, I ain't got no reason to doubt you. Mm. You know what I mean? And I this this thing's going over my head, but. I know there's millions of people that are watching this and either they're going to learn something or they're going to just push him back on it. Mm. Like, either way, I'm just giving him the platform to just speak. But when you just digest some of the things that he's saying, on one hand, you're like, you know what? Yeah, like, Kanye says some things that are either true or they're mixed in some bit of truth, but then also in the same sentence or in the same paragraph or the majority of the paragraph, he's talking a whole load of foolishness well i think um kanye i said uh, yay right i I believe he's neurodiverse right so he's yeah so i think the way he communicates things are always going to be whatever you know somehow i honestly think yeah i i clock how much black men stand successful black men because i mean i know a lot of people stand kanye anyway like they love kanye but as in if kanye wasn't rich I don't know if there'd be this much tolerance for everything that he's saying. Um, I think that Kanye has a vision, but I don't, I think we need to depart from the idea that it's for the community. It might just be a vision for his version of the world. Kanye might just have a vision for his version of the world. Mm. It's not exclusive to black people. It's not, I think Kanye said something back in the day, George Bush doesn't care about black people that spoke to the hearts of lots of people. Mm. And from then on, it's like, this is my. This is who I'm gonna be fucking with moving forward. So when he was doing twists and turns, they were like, "All right, we're gonna." And and also, if you look at the history, if you base it on the history, yeah, it doesn't make too much sense to bear against Kanye, if you want to talk about where Kanye has achieved. And so I think a lot of people just feel like it's a long bet investment. It's gonna eventually make sense. Mm. I just think people need to. It's okay to say this doesn't make sense. Like it's okay to hold someone that you look up to accountable. You know, like mm. it's okay to be like. What do you mean by that? And answer this in 30 seconds. Like, because what you're right. And in layman's term. And in layman's term. And, and, and also, Kanye might also just be speaking for, he, I don't think Kanye is speaking for, like, I think Kanye is speaking for like, his experience as a, a super duper rich person. Yeah. He's fighting f- fights that, you ever gone into like, deep into the industry and realised certain things that, before you got to that part of the industry, you never even thought was a thing? Yeah. Like, I think Kanye is probably dealing with that on a massive scale. He's deep in, he's dealing with stuff that, we see the pretense, we see the show, but he's seen behind the curtains and all that. That's all great. But nothing in my mind can reason with why when we've seen black kids, black men be killed and shot. And that's where BLM came from. If the people behind BLM went and bought a mansion and that, the sentiment of it still remains the same. Exactly they are being killed for no reason. People, moms are crying, bro. Like, yeah. like they. If you, if I tell you any one of the stories that you heard from America, even stuff that happens here, but let's let's keep it stuck. I don't want to. I don't want to hijack their trauma right so if we talk about the stuff that they go through just one of the stories Trayvon Martin bro, any of those stories is enough to make anybody cry yeah. and then on a uh, during fashion week or whatever on the back of a shirt that probably was fantastic cotton or whatever but other than that wasn't extraordinary no. you put white lives matter like what? What are you put? What are you pushing? Like I d- like people are gonna be like, well, the discomfort is fine if it gets to the end point. What's the end point? I haven't heard the end point once for you to be run for that's, president. That's the thing, yeah, that like. You know what? Say all of this stuff, innit? I don't even have a... Say it, but just show me, make it evident what this this fight is. Or show me that, show me what the, what is the end, what's the end goal? 
Because I actually don't even really know what that is. I think we know what it is now. It's for what him to it? run to, for president. He wants to He wants to run for president. I think the problem is that a lot of... No, I know this sounds mad, yeah? And I love it. I That's love, what the 2024 thing was. Yeah, I, lo- I, love it, that, I love that Elon Musk, yeah, actually doesn't see space as a faraway thing and has actually made it seem like it's closer. To, I love people that go and have the same dreams they had as a child. They, they go for it as an adult. Like, that's amazing. Cool. But Kanye's goal, the problem here, the di- the mismatch here is that I don't think Kanye's goal was for the betterment of the black community or bringing us... I think it was for him to run as president because his version of the world, his vision of the world. And that's okay. But what is, is that we're all... I mean, it's okay for him to have that. But what the problem is that we're, we're hoping he's our... Like, you know what I mean? It feels like people are hoping that he's our... Yeah, I say... Like, our warrior, our yeah, Superman. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a lot to put on well, him. Well, look, like... And he's not carrying it well. For him to be... For him to be the president, I would also understand that, like, you know what? You you can't expect him or a person to stand for every single thing that you stand for because ultimately this person is going to, or supposed to, look at certain things from an objective lens as well. So they're going to say, you know what, on this side, you know what, like... I fight for this level of equality or whatever it may be, but I also in that can say that this is wrong and this is wrong, this is right, this is right, whatever it is. And like, mm. sometimes that's not going to tie into what we may necessarily believe or stand for. Yeah. I'm actually all right with that. But I guess the problem is for me is, yeah, you know what? If you are going to run for presidency or this is something that you seriously think you're going to do and it's not something that is a you know you're not meant necessarily mentally going through something this is something you genuinely want to do yeah i need to see solutions though you can't always constantly talk about the problem i hear kanye talk a lot about the problem mm. and some of the problems that he's talking about i get it though there's certain things that he said in the past where i'm like yeah. i understand the pro- like i understand the problem yeah. cool if you are saying that you want to be the president or you're hinting about it or you're or you want people to believe that this could be our guy mm-hmm. Tell us, what do you think that you would do? They asked him that on the Drink Champs. So, um, no, he's... What did uh, he say? He, he didn't... He said, I don't have the... Like, he just said... I, do you know what he said? Go. He said, I'm Kanye. And every time I talk... Like, like, this is what... Okay, paraphrasing. Yeah. It was like the idea that I'm Kanye and the effect I have on things when I get involved in them is to fix them and to make them better. He said, I, there will be no wars. Because they asked him specifically about the Ukraine war. They, he was like, when I'm... There won't be any wars. They're like, How? And the guy was like very much on Kanye's side, but he was just like, I just need you to pin something down. Like but that's that's my point though. Yeah. So that like all of that is surface. We can say that, innit? Okay, right. If I become president, there's gonna be no homelessness. Mm. Cool, that's good. Mm. How? Mm. What are you gonna do? Okay, you know what? If I like, let's just say even with fashion, there's like these ceilings on, you know, who can get what and you know, who's exposed to this and who can't get this and who can't get that. Yeah, do you know what? I'm here for the insight because this is interesting to me. Mm -hmm. But now that you've given me that insight, now that I've realised that there's that ceiling there Mm. because you've got there and now you're there, what can you do or what Mm. are you going to do to make sure that that doesn't happen again if Mm. you are trying to fight for a position? Mm. I can't believe in you until you've given me that, at least. I'm hearing a Don sitting there giving, telling a lot of problems. Mm. Um, in a, in and amongst a lot of ignorant things that he's saying too, but there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing to me unless someone can send send it to me, which mm. I'm more than willing to do because yes. I'm not even just saying this from a place of like, yeah, 
it doesn't exist. So one of you lot might actually be able to show me that there is a full breakdown on what this, what do you say, Kanye's world, his vision for yeah, the world, what that looks like. World. Someone would be able to maybe give it to me. I just never see it. Yeah. So it's hard I mean, for me to ever fight a man's fight anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, you were saying that like you're, you get annoyed at people that like try to make sense out of it. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when, I don't know, Kendrick drops an album and then like they go everyone starts dissecting all of the yo did you hear the science when he was this that and it's like you know what you lot have come up with all of this mad super lyrical this fucking scientific shit yeah and you know what in the writing and in the paragraph of what you said that makes a lot of sense. My man just wrote the bar, like. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. not. No, maybe not. Yeah. But I can almost guarantee you there are times when people are like put like connecting these dots that wasn't even. You know what? I didn't even know that was a dot. Mm. But now that you've done that, I'm running with that. As an yeah. artist, I'm running with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying? So when I sit down now and I do my Zane Lowe interview, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring up some of the shit that you lot said yeah. was a dot that was connected. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, I feel like with Kanye. Um, it's uh, my thing with Kanye is like it's okay to believe in him it's okay to do what like if that makes sense to you if you feel like there's a there's something you see that other people don't see fine my thing is that it's not there's nothing wrong with asking him to explain there's nothing mm. wrong with needing clarity like yeah. I think that's that's how you start getting to scary places where you start to make someone your god when you don't mm. question them like question mm. I'm sh- if Kanye's really about his shit I'm sure he doesn't mind being questioned yeah. and like realistically that. when I look at all the presidents I, I don't think it's that mad for him to be elected as a president just, just because I don't think any of them have had solutions <laughs> no, no, I think no. it's about who's been able to present no. themselves as likable to the public well, they, kind of thing. and he's thing, got that they, like they all do have solutions but they just can't implement them for what for whatever reason mm. and sometimes the solutions are just based upon lies and these ideas or whatever mm. you get what i'm saying you've seen this with liz trust for example she's coming she said she's gonna do this that and the fourth and blah 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 mm. and then it's, once it's time to get there they they don't yeah you know you can say all of these things but look i'm not saying and this is a whole different conversation don't get onto me here i'm not saying that I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm just saying that at least the person is coming forward and saying this is what they're going to do. Maybe we might be naive to to believe that they're going to do it, but you know what? At least you're telling us something. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You're feeding yeah. us a dream or whatnot. We can then tell you afterwards, all right, you're fucky for doing it, but if you're just going to be a person who's going to tell us all about the problem without giving us these stone cold solutions, mm. then ultimately at some point people are gonna, you know, you can sit and say, oh yeah, you know what, the Jewish people, this, that, and the fourth and whatever else, cool. But what's the solution though? Mm. He does say, he says that he he didn't step back from the stuff he said um, towards Jewish people. He no. just said, I'm jealous no, of no, Jewish no. people. Yeah. He said, I'm jealous of them and I want us as people to, and I'm like, I care that that's more that's words. Good. But say that yeah, instead of that. white lies. Because it almost feels like right. you do stuff to get our attention, to get us in ruckus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a traumatic relationship we have with you then, yeah. Kanye. Like, why don't you just speak to us like like when you want someone to listen? <laughs> like, yeah, but like, why don't you just do yeah. that? Like, do you know what I mean? And he will say, well, because people don't listen when you speak. We've been listening. Or we've been trying to listen. I've never tried to listen. Like, I know people, I've never, I've, there's people that don't listen to their parents that I've seen them try to listen to Kanye. Like, you have that already. So I don't really, I don't taste, I, at this point, it just feels like shock factor followed by almost like, almost sometimes it feels like you're using, it's like an advertising 
technique to get our attention mm. but you're really utilizing trauma like mm. that's wild yeah. it's like when i don't know like a, when a toxic ex calls you out of the blue to just grab your attention like big man leave me alone yeah, or come correct but don't come bad and i don't know i don't know anyway everyone one thing i've learned about our community is that I think the original plan of the ancestors was for us to be a lot more collective. I think the reality is that a lot of us are a lot more individualistic. We care about our immediate well-being and the well-being of our immediate family and yeah. friends. And I think when you're the minority, that's a very weak position to... Yeah, because when, you, when you're not the numbers, you have to come in numbers 100%. to be heard. But I don't think anyone no. thinks that way. Like So, good luck, man. Good luck. Good luck, everyone. Um, God bless. What is one thing that everyone needs to know about? I would love everyone's help. If you know a place that has a sofa set in <laughs> for, and, sofa and, set and in. you can record in it, like, so, you know, like just like a sofa, a sofa set and you can record in that space, please hit me up or put in a comment so I know what that is. Okay. Um, yeah, sorry, Adam. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I'm the watcher on Netflix. It's scary, but not scary. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm starting that still. Yeah. I'm going to watch that. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something as well. Uh, do you know what, actually? Yes. I'm doing a masquerade party on the 29th of October. Yeah. So it's just the smallest kind of vibe. So if you want to come, it's in London though. So I know bear of you lot listen and watch this in wherever you are. But if you are in London around that time, 29th of October, chuckyonline.co.uk. Do your thing, innit? Someone. Thanks for coming though. Again. It's always a pleasure you. to see I appreciate you. you. It's always Every a pleasure time. to see you. Like, have the best time. I'm so sorry I got me for your shit. I'm so That's sorry. Alright, it's calm, man. It's calm. It's calm. It's All gym right. for me now. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone, yeah? Bye. Now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.